Dorktales presents Call of the Netherdeep. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Call of the Netherdeep here on Dorktales. I uh, hope you all had happy holidays. Um, we are finally back after what feels like, I mean, it's only been a week, but it feels like, it feels like Forever. a long time, guys. Feels like a long I feel like time. we've been trapped in a deep nethery space for thousands of years. Oh. Hundreds. I oh, mean, so this you, week so you... felt like it with the snow. I felt so trapped. You, you had a good week trapped in nethery depths, Chris? <laughs> anyway, how about anyway, Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, we are very excited to be hopping back into game, and we hope that you're going to join us now that we are finally inside of the Netherdeep. Uh, so, a little bit of introductions before we begin. Hi, everybody. I'm your Dungeon Master, Kelly. Are you seeing him? And I'm very excited to be back here, even though... Oh boy, this chapter is stressful. Uh, so I hope you don't mind me taking a couple of pauses to hem and haw now and again, because there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, the characters have finally made it down into the Netherdeep, uh, and we are beginning the game right there at the base of the Netherdeep in the Grottoes of Regret. Uh, we're in the end game now, suckas. So I'm very excited to be here. Let's go around in a big circle uh and uh let's start with robin hello i'm robin i use she her pronouns as does keiko scar our goliath barbarian who um i'm excited to play for we're we're finally finally in that that deep nether and uh it's a it's a good time man i'm i'm excited had a good christmas snow was stressful for traveling but other than that, it was great. Nice. What's your favorite present you got? Um, ooh boy. I am very torn between this foot massager that I currently have going underneath my desk and mm -hmm. the Star Wars theme instant pot that I got. I would go with the instant pot. I think that's pretty great. <laughs> I made a pork roast for the first time in it today. Um, and boy, I've never had pork so tender. <laughs> nice. All right, let's pass over to Krista. Hi, Krista. Happy holidays, oh, Merry Merry Christmas. The, uh, dang right, it's Merry Christmas. Uh, hello, I'm Krista. I use uh, she, they, or her, them pronouns, uh, and uh, I play Sabina Morden, our Lotus Den halfling, Beastmaster Ranger, and Hexblade Warlock of Coralon, rival of a rival, and her be <laughs> and her beast companion, Dax the Moorbounder. <laughs> <laughs> i am I'm glad becoming, you added that i am no. becoming mother of dragons <laughs> yes you are krista of dragons becoming krista of dax yeah. becoming. you're already yes. there all right krista what's no. the best thing that you got or happened to you over the holidays um oh goodness um i got many good fun things i think my uh new bigger odwalla awala bottle is the greatest thing ever if you don't have one of these you should get one because they have a built-in straw and drinkable so you can either drink it as a straw or drink it like a water bottle not sponsored could be sponsored awala hit us up um <laughs> or or possibly these um very gay kraken dice uh that one of my girlfriends bought me so they're they're very gay and they come with a d2 which is very cool <laughs> Nice. All right, let's yeah. pass down to Chris. Hey, Chris, how's it going? Hello, it's uh, Chris here. I go by a diggy blog in the chat and on the Discord. Uh, and I will be playing Dorlin Wildrock, 
the hyper not focused gnome artificer of the group who likes to touch everything. Um, it was a great Christmas, and I, I'd like to point out that there's a Krista, Christine, and a um, Chris on this game. So there's a there's a lot of Chris partying going on. That is a lot of Chris partying. It's almost too much Chris. We need to plan like a full like Chris slash Nick, like Saint Nicholas and like Chris Kringle. I think we need a full like that game of just like Chris's and Nick's. Or you just mm. get the you get the Cal Kelly Cal Chris Krista yep. Christine. Like is this like the Yes. It's amazing. I, I that's what it is. Amazing. <laughs> and you have to... no one will ever know who's talking to who. Yeah. We'll just go, hey yeah. cut. Like, just use the cut. <laughs> yeah. How are you that, doing? That's today? what that's what happens at, at my house. It's someone we're 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 uh Krista Cal Kara. So every parent, grandparent goes, Kara you <laughs> Nice. Chris, what was the best thing that happened to you over the holidays? I got to spend it with uh, some lovely people. Um, I think uh, I think one of my favorite things was uh, all the baby stuff that we got. Um, mm -hmm. There was a uh, this awesome carrier that like for like an infant and like that you can wear and different things and like toddler and uh, it was pretty sweet. And then uh, I got a Snorlax onesie, so I, I'm pretty. <laughs> Pretty happy about that. It has little tiny claws. Um, it's, I, I love it. Um, what else? Uh, this really awesome advent calendar. A whole bunch of gift cards to um, help uh, gear towards some stuff. Uh, I think I won the most on the scratch and win. Six dollars and a free play. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, and good. Lots of good food. Some good times with the uh, family and. Uh, Nice. All right. And then let's say hello to Caitlin. We can't because Caitlin's at work. Caitlin will be here in a little bit. So when Caitlin suddenly shows up, it'll be a surprise for everyone. Um, and I'm sure that her best Christmas was spending it with you, Chris. Aww. And Or perhaps getting like chocolate because everybody likes getting chocolate for Christmas. I, I would be so lucky. Nice. Um, all right. Finally, last but not least, Christine. Or I guess not last because Caitlin still has to show up. So technically you're not last this time. That, wow, that's different. <laughs> but hello, I'm Christine. I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing Zanata Vosh, our orc fighter of the Echo Knight persuasion. Um, and yeah, Christmas was great. So Nice. And what was your favorite thing that you got or happened to you this Christmas? Well, I did eat an like, almost an entire package of Lynn chocolates yesterday which was pretty fantastic. Um, but I got some also got some really nice jewelry. So I am very nice. happy with that. And Kelly, what was your favorite thing about Christmas? Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing about Christmas, um, I got a lot of sleep this week, which was pretty great. Um, until fantastic. last night. I didn't, I didn't get much sleep last night. Uh, I think my favorite thing this Christmas probably has to do with Charlie's dog sweater. If I got a, if I got a pick, probably to do a sweater. Cause I also bought myself a sweater, a sweater at old Navy that was very, very much in the same vein as like the Chris Evans sweater from knives out. And I, I kind of dig it. So <laughs> it's um, a really nice sweater. So. It's a really it was 25 bucks. So I'm feeling pretty good. About Even that. better. That's a really nice sweater. Uh, but I think that's probably that's top tier that. And the fact that my dog now has a stuffed candy cane 
Um, those are those are some like a big stuffed candy cane. Those are some of my favorite things. Um, and also, I got to spend it with loved ones, which is always great. You know, but I got to sleep, which is even more important. Um, uh, yeah. So that that's it for me. Uh, anything else before we begin? Before we hop into this? Before we talk about anything fun? I, I would like to say it sounds like everybody really enjoyed the holiday special and it was lots of fun. So thank you again, Kelly, for for letting that happen because it was very, very enjoyable. And I know um, I've had at least one person tell me they've watched it four and a half times. So it was <laughs> it was really I'm really glad that everyone enjoyed that mayhem as we did, because I know the, the those of us that played and were in it had a lot of fun. <laughs> that game was great, which, which I think through. Christine being ridiculous. primary chaos was a wonderful turn and it made me very, very happy. <laughs> it's it was, a, it was a really fun game. I'm sorry that the <laughs> Twitch version of that crashed so many times, uh, but it is up on YouTube as well. Um, that's I think I figured out what the problem is with OBS. I know those are famous last words. Um, and I also wanted to apologize. Last Nether Deep uh, was potato quality because I was trying to fix some things in OBS to make it stop crashing and I accidentally turned on potato mode. Uh, from the looks of it uh so last episode it's like like every time we talk we're having like an acid trip where our faces are melting with pixels um and that that was that was my that was my bad i'm sorry uh but uh, i love you and i hope that you stay with me don't leave us um but yeah if you want to do some great stuff for christmas though you can make robin's life more stressful because we are only uh two patrons for if it takes till the end of the month um away from the radiant citadel and i've already got my character concept and you guys are gonna like it because i do get to do weird stuff with my hair um if you approve panic. on the patreon but i'm pretty sure you will panic at the citadel robin i want to see panic much panic at the citadel. Much i have panic i have much to do about the citadel i have a shirt coming for that so you know you know it's gotta happen guys gotta happen it's gonna be it's gonna be great so go to the patreon sign up if you haven't already um all right before we begin i just need to do a quick check i need your corruption levels everybody keiko what's your corruption level uh a zero okay sabina you're at two now right two yes okay dorlin you're at one dorlin doesn't get corrupt he just thinks of different ways one okay it's okay one. Well, I, I, all right i'll cross out the zero then uh zarya uh and Zana, you're at zero right okay you're at zero perfect Big fat zero because i only just got it the other day okay like, what 15 minutes ago technically in game yeah there's time there's time all right so folks uh thank you so much happy holidays merry christmas happy hanukkah happy kwanzaa all of that stuff um like honestly from the bottom of our hearts thank you for sticking with us hope you had a good time and if the holidays are a rough time for you then happy tuesday because Tuesdays are a rough time for everybody. Let's be honest together. Uh, all right, without further ado, don't overflow. Okay. The phone was, oh my, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Not on my watch. Not on my watch. All right. So, um, 
I think it is about time for us to hop in to Call of the Netherdeep. I'm excited for this chapter. There is a lot of stuff here. So a uh, quick reminder that as we are jumping into this, um, this is a part of the module that deals heavily with depression, anxiety, um, angst. Uh, so there are going to be some dark parts to this. Uh, this might be particularly hard hitting this. Uh, while reading this today, I was very much like, oh, this is my childhood shit. Um, personally. So, uh, it is going to be, um, it going to be, it going to be rough in places. Hope you're with us for that. And if not, be sure to take some time for yourself. So that is your content warning. And, um, if, if things get real dark, I think Robin and I just need to hold up progressively at more adorable stuffies. We'll just like right? bring us. It's okay, guys. Just look at look at the reindeer. It's okay. You think that stuffies will save you? There are <laughs> things in this where stuffies are the problem. No! That shocked you so much, you went out of focus just now. <laughs> All right, so without further ado, folks, let us head into Call of the Netherdeep here on Dork Tales. <clears throat> All right, last time on Call of the Netherdeep, you finished your um, finished your final errands up in Ankarel, saying goodbye to some of your loved ones, saying hello to new possibilities, and then you descended down into the depths of Kaelmoro. There. You made your way around, collecting the last pieces of Ruidium that you needed in order to cross over into the Netherdeep. Finally, with a massive burst of light caused by the Jewel of Three Prayers, you punctured a hole into the rift and entered the Netherdeep. That is where we will begin our story. I hope you're ready for this. You burst from the planar rift and are plunged into deep, cold, water. You find yourselves floating in a void. The light sources that you brought with you allow you to cast a bit of a glow around you, and at the center of you, you can see that Zarya is standing amidst you, floating in the water, holding the jewel of three prayers, an ambient light echoing out from her that goes about 20 feet and then brightly, um, kind of like uh, brightly about 20 feet around her, and then at a lower light for about another 10 feet, creating a cascade of light that washes out from you. As, as you take a breath, you can feel the same pressures rolling around you, but infinitely more than the base of Kalmore. While you're floating, ten feet above the floor of a cavernous pit, you feel your equilibrium come back to you. The rift is at your back. Two enormous statues have settled into the sea floor around you at awkward angles. Each statue is missing its head, and one of the statues has an outstretched hand that looks like it might grab anything that gets too close to it. Covering the statues and clinging to the walls are crystalline tendrils that shed a dim, eerie red light. A ten-foot-high tunnel at the floor leads out of the sunken chamber, where you can see patches of seagrass glowing everywhere. 
the figures on the statues are dressed in fairly classical clothing. Not quite Greco-Roman or the equivalent in Exandria, but similar. Flowing robes, capes, big brooches. One of them wields a shield. And a nobly appointed spear. The heads are nowhere to be seen. Around you, you can see that the rest of your uh, your team, the rivals, the Warring Destinies, have come through too and are looking around. Uh, every light source that you have here is only probably half as effective. Even your vision, those of you with the longest vision, will find that it is oppressively impressively short-sighted. You're going to be seeing it about half distance throughout the Nether Deep. So, looking around, what do you do? Is um, cool. Zarya looking not okay? Zarya is in the center of you. She floats amidst you, but seems to be kind of encased in a dome of light that floods out from the jewel. It hums slightly. Sorry, all right? What's wrong with her? Io calls up. She's in a bubble. Well, shake her out a bit. Head still. Oh, gonna try to touch that the hurt. Okay, I need you to make me a charisma save, Sabina. Ooh, I'm gonna use my big chunky die. Big, big chunky dice. It is. Big chunky dice is a two. A two. Great. Okay. Uh, uh, plus charisma is four. Plus, plus four. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're gonna take six points of psychic damage. Oh, I really didn't need that. And are going to be like jolted back five feet by a. <laughs> Um, so maybe let's not touch the bubble right now. Uh-huh. I think she looks I... okay in there. Maybe it's protecting her? From what? I don't the know. Rift. Can the I rift. get a passive perception check? Who has a passive perception of 20 or higher? Oh, uh, and... so close. <sighs> 19. 19. So close. Okay. <laughs> uh, do any of the rivals uh, players? You <gasps> Wait, no, it's twenty-two. We've leveled. You have leveled twenty-two. Uh, Sabina, Mine's 22. <laughs> Sabina, you are going to Christ. hear from what, and then glance up and see, probably from those. I need an initiative roll. Uh, twenty feet above you, thirty feet from the floor. Suddenly, two creatures and a long dragon-like third will emerge from the blackness above you. Uh, allow me to describe these. Uh, one of them is a large aberration that looks like a, a, a vicious crimson-spined eel. A bloodfin, one of the creatures that you fought earlier. However, on top of that, you will also see that there are two creatures roughly the same size as you that look like a nightmare of moss and tendrils ripping around the side of a fanged maw with a sudden flare of light above you 
creature known as a light devourer is going to loom into view. I'm going to show you a picture. What? Oh that looks not friendly. Ooh. It's like a fanga fish. Fanga fish. I like it. All right. Uh, what I would love is an initiative roll off of everybody, and I would like a uh, a. Let's just see. So Sabina, you saw them coming, so you're absolutely fine. They are going to make stealth rolls at you. Oh, I'm actually. trying to remember. I don't think we. I don't think did Keiko as we're going in. I don't have this. Let me see if I have this. You in still my had notes. it up for one minute after you in. Cool. So we don't get surprised. All right. So here's the deal, folks. I need you to roll initiative, players. Before game, I handed you each one of the NPCs. Please roll their initiative as well. Put it all in the chat, and I will roll for the monsters right now. Uh, I will be um, playing. Do you have the damage? for what they took from the rift uh yes they all oh, took right. yeah uh, they took average damage from it i'll say uh so going into the rift please subtract the following from their hit points uh 33 from each of them uh, <laughs> except for maggie who's down 66 right Maggie got hurt good and proper. All right, so initiative. Uh, I need one more die. Okay, so my god, you guys are so lucky. All right, Dermot rolled a 10. Pardon me one moment while I have a thousand things pulled up. <laughs> Um, uh, Sabina will look up and notice these things and uh, say somewhat directed at Io uh, we have bigger problems perfect that's the exact <laughs> line I wanted to hear too sometimes you just know exactly what you want right right <laughs> yeah alright they are going to merge into, into view uh, they did not succeed to stealth on any of you by the way um I rolled so many ones. Okay, uh, then... Okay, so uh, I have Keiko and Irvin at 23, but Io at... Sorry, 23 for Io. Okay, then I have Keiko, then I have Irvin, then I have... Uh... Yes, so anybody... Yeah, so that is absolutely correct. Um, uh, that is absolutely correct, Robin. So actually, everyone has advantage on initiative. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled the... My, mine will stay the same. For both Irvin and Keiko. Okay. Oh, sorry, I'd got a nat 20. But it's still only Yo. 22. Dorlin and Ios will stay the same. Okay, so Sabina everybody just pop, uh, pop. Renata's has changed. Maggie stays the same. We have four people going at initiative twenty-two. Good lord. Oh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna count down initiative because there's too many initiatives for me to keep track of, to to yeah. read mm -hmm. in a chat. Uh, Twenty-three. Yes. Okay. Io. Okay, Io is a 23. 22. Yes. Keiko, Irvin. Uh, and Galsariad. And Zanata. 
Okay, 21, 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13. Dorlin. Dorlin okay. at 14. Okay, Dorlin and the Bloodfin go at the same time. Uh, 13. Dermot. 12, 11, 10, 9. Maggie. Eight. Wow, she didn't even. Oh, okay. And eight is Savina. And yeah, Savina. even with initiative, I rolled one the next time. So, yep. <laughs> Galsari had rolled a one and then a nat twenty. That's I fantastic. rolled four. This, both is, times. This, this initiative is bonkers, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So looking up, you were going to say we have bigger problems than that, and let us switch over to our map frames. Uh, so, uh, as we do, uh, you can see that descending from above you, the cavern seems to stretch off infinitely above you. Um, the light devourers are coming in from either sides, kind of over by the, um, over by where the, the statues are. However, um, the light devourers, uh, are not your biggest concern. The slithering bloodfin is going to be coming, uh, almost directly from the chasm in front of you. Uh, and uh, we are going to start the initiative there about 30 feet above you. Oh, pardon me, they're 20 feet above you, 30 feet from the floor. You're about 10 feet from the floor itself. The rift at your back. What do you do, starting with Io? Io will uh, um, swim up there and stab it with a harpoon. Because it's time okay. to shine. Which one are you doing? Uh, going after the bloodfin uh, with the harpoon. So let's see here. Sounds great. Come at me, bro. And all right. So that will be um oh that I think went with advantage, so never mind. Accidentally. I'm gonna just roll this, sorry. That's okay. Io, uh, so that's eleven and oh, eleven and fourteen. Eleven and fourteen. Uh, uh, neither of those is going to hit. I was going to swim forward, uh, take two stabs at the slithering bloodfin. Neither of which are going to find purchase. Uh, reminder: if your character has a iridium weapon and you botch, please tell me. With, uh, botch when using it, or just in at all? Uh, botch with an attack roll. Gotcha. If they're using Ruidium armor, then please let me know if they botch a saving throw. Alright, uh, so Io is going to take the initiative and say just drop something like, quickly, while they're off, while they're off balance, let's get them! and is going to charge forward and make a distraction of herself. Uh, Keiko, Irvin, Zanata, or Galsariad, who would like to go first? Um, Galsariad can rip shit up if y'all want to. <laughs> do it, rip shit up. Um, he will drop that big boy uh, gravity rend because he can get all three of them. Um, are they close enough? In a Ooh, well, they are, aren't 30 they? foot radius, just, just close enough. They're all like within 25, 30 ish. Um, cool. So they can all make DC 16 strength saves. 
Uh, okay, so, uh, the Slithering Bloodfin botched. Uh, <laughs> the Light Devourer. So uh, I'm gonna spend a Hurt Them More for it to reroll. Uh, it still failed. Uh, so okay. Light Devourer, the Light Devourer on the right near the Knocked Over statue will succeed, uh, but the other two are going to fail. Roll me damage. Uh, 12d6, uh, 55 damage. Okay. Are you going to do average or are you going to roll? Uh, do you want me to roll for each of them? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, no, it's, oh. no, it'll just be one total. So 55? Yes, I, I, that's what I just rolled Ooh. on. I used a oh, okay. digital roller. Yeah, use a digital um, roller for these guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, 55. Let's do some basic math, Kelly. That is going to be oof. That's a that's an oof. That's a... So 55 turns into 27 on a success. Um, so that is... That is not the way math works. That is the way math works, Kelly. Um, okay. Um, uh, and the right. two of them are restrained. And you said 55? Yes. Oh man, nice. that is Galsarian fucking. That is rough. <laughs> uh, there is going to be shit. a shrieking noise. The two light devourers are going to be hit by it. One of them is kind of shrug off of it. The other one's going to slither forward, going, and it's going to. <laughs> the water is going to ripple all around as the gravity wave impacts. Let this was let this seal your fate. He'll whisper as it as it goes off, and one of them is going to go, and you're going to see like ooze begin to squeeze out of rips in the flesh of one of the light devourers. The little light that's dangling, this flame-like tendril, uh, like an anglerfish off the front of its head, is going to flicker slightly, uh, but it is going to withstand the pressure. However, the slithering bloodfin is used to much, much uh, less uh, less angry pressures we'll say. Uh, and as it hits, you're going to see bits of its internal structure. Ribs are going to begin ripping through the surface of its flesh. Uh, and it's going to let out this atrocious shriek. Uh, all right, that was Galsariad. Uh, Keiko, Irvin, or Zanata? Um, Irvin is pretty simple to go up and just make a couple attacks on the blood, Slytherin Bloodflin. Sounds great. It is restrained right now. Ooh, oh. does that give me any bony souls? Uh, it absolutely does. So restrained, I believe, means that you'll have advantage. Uh, and if I'm... Yes. But, and that's it, right? It's not the same as paralysis. I always get that mixed up. That's one of my weaknesses. I believe it has yeah, disadvantage on its attack rolls, but I'll look it up while she's going. Yeah, so Urban... Yeah. But it doesn't have... It's not the crit. That's only on paralyzed. Yeah, it's not the crit. Yeah. 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 I always right. think so restrained does that. So Urban's going to go up and... Yeah, make a dagger okay, so, and then two short sword attacks he gets to do. That sounds great. I strongly suggest uh, using a dice roller because that boy got some, did he crit? No, 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 no. Just the dagger got 15 plus eight. That's a hit. Um, uh, does an 18 hit? It hits. Um, and then the 17 plus eight will hit. All right. So yes, I will do... 5d6 for the poison. Wow. Oof. Uh, so it takes 20 poison. Um, and uh, six piercing for the dagger ones. And then the Ridium short sword is... Okay. 
I feel like the rivals have like the better teamwork than you guys. <laughs> I should have had ah, you beat your asses the other game. 12, 5, 17, plus 2 more. 17, 20, 24. Oh, do you need me to break it up? Break it up. Break it up. Shoot. Um. Did one of the attacks do more than 14 points of damage? Do you, like, do, do you want me to break it up between more than 14? I, I, want the, I want the last two hits. What are they? Okay, so the last two hits were, were um, 12 plus 3 is 15, okay. plus 5 is 20. If piercing. Urban would like to, he could direct his last attack as a, as a dagger throw at one of the Light Devourers. Um, sure. If you'd allow that, um, I would absolutely allow great. that because that second hit is going to gut the slithering blood fin from scale to sternum. Tell me how he does this. Um, I think Irvin's gonna walk up. He's going to like swim concerned. Up. We'll swim up, right? Swim up. We're we're in the we're in the water. Um, he's gonna look at Zarya and like try and impress her a little bit. He has that like glow about him. You you know the glow. Well, she's got a glow about uh, her. And, yeah, it's true. And he's just gonna like take the Ruidium short sword and just like behead it. All right, its head comes off its shoulder, suddenly resembling one of the statues nearby. <laughs> that was a good hit, right? Right? Guys? Fine. And uh, he still can, he can redirect his attack. He still has enough movement to swim over to one of the restrained blood vins. Cap. And what was his last attack? His last attack was the, it was eight piercing okay. and it was um, another eight psychic damage. Perfect. All right. He is going to slash into the light devour and then it is Keiko or Zanata. Let's say Zanata. Sure. Should you take yeah. this one? I was going to just stop for that. Yeah. I know. Cause um, you're, very, you're, very, and you're very good that way. There is just. There's so the, the two light devourers. Okay. Uh, Urban has swam over to the light devourer there. You can see that it's restrained by Galsaria's gravity wave. So you would have, and it's like, it's like 10, 20 feet away from you from where it is right now. Okay. Um, is it very badly hurt? Does it seem? It's pretty badly hurt. I'd say it's getting close to being uh, probably half dead. Okay. Um, I will manifest my echo next to it then. And Zanata's going to swim back a little bit. And I'm going to have all my attacks come from that location. And I'm just going to do my normal extra attack. So two attacks from my spot. And it looks like they have advantage. They have advantage. Okay. Okay. Um, that will be... Twenty-four... That's it. ...and twenty-seven to hit. Okay, those are both hits. Uh, twenty-four damage. Sounds great. Um, and I am going to spend a hurt the more for that. Uh, so what was the total damage? Twenty-four, 24. and what? 24 no, total? 24. Yeah. 
I actually rolled double sevens for damage, so it would have been Perfect. 14 for each All hit. right, so slashing into this. Um, okay. it is, Did I get that right? I think so. 28, sorry. Okay. It's not 24. Yeah, it's 14 for hit, so a 28. All right. Mm, I can uh, mask. So immediately from the area that the bloodfin was killed, uh, you are going to see that its body begins trembling and suddenly uh, it explodes in a cloud of toxic blood. I need everyone who was within, uh, we'll say 15 feet of it, uh, including Irvin because he swam right through it. So that is gonna be Dax, Sabina, Irvin, uh, and Maggie, um, and Io, uh, are all going to do me a favor and roll me a uh, constitution save. Sabina has a 15. Okay, Sabina is fine. Irvin also rolled a 15. And I am playing Maggie horribly dirty. Okay. Not one. Not one. I need you to make me a charisma save for her immediately. Okay. Uh, Dax is a 16. Dax is going to be fine as well. Holy fucking shit. Not one again. (gasps) Okay. Uh, Oh, oh no. Okay. Oh, no, poor me. This Um, is my Dorktail's dice, even. What are you doing to our queen? (laughs) What are you doing to our queen? What are you doing to our queen? (laughs) Okay, so Maggie is going to take, uh, that is going to be 5, 8, 13, 17, 21, 23 points of poison damage. Uh, And, God, does that take, okay. Um, You are going to see that the boils of ruidium on her throat are going to burst from this. Little bits of pus are going to start ripping out into the water, and then you're going to see what happened. Not only did she take the poison, not only do you see the veins begin to rise to her flesh around her mouth, but the pustules that were already growing around Maggie's neck, similar to the pustules you'll see around Galsariad's hands, are now pierced with shards of ruidium that are growing from inside of her body. Uh, she Sorry, is going that was to gain 23 points of damage. 23 points of damage and a level of exhaustion. Actually, that's no, going to be That's it. She we've maxed her HP. She's she's down. She's down. Maggie is down. The You've already done 66 is... points of damage to her. The explosion is going through the rift. Red alert. Maggie. All right. So, the explosion is going to knock Maggie completely out. Uh, she is in death saves right now, uh, which I will narrate as needed. Um, okay. So, uh, so Io got eight. Io got an eight. Okay. Um, that means that Io is going to take uh, seven points of poison damage because I rolled a lot of ones. Uh, on top of that, so that's going to be seven points of damage. Uh, and yeah, the seven points of poison damage. I was doing okay. I was gonna shriek at what she sees behind her. Maggie! And uh, is going to get a very determined look on her face. Uh, Keiko, it is your turn, unless uh, Zanata, do you have anything else you'd like to do? Uh, No, I've used my bonus action and my action, so. Perfect, all right. So Keiko, you're up, what do you do? Um, all right, I think Keiko is going to 
um, cast her glance over, see that Dermot's right beside Maggie, and then just be like, alright, time to finish this. And she's gonna brandish her, um, her short sword, or the long sword, sorry. Um, and she's going to bonus action rage and run up to the Bloodfin, or not Bloodfin, the, the Light the Devourer. Light, the Light Devourer. And um, make an attack at it with the with the longsword. I would love that. Go ahead and, and do your best. I will I will try. Um, it's restrained, right? I get advantage. You have advantage. Sweet. I like advantage. Um uh twenty-four. Absolute right. hit. Roll me damage. Perfect. Cool, cool, cool. And then it's two D six for that. Two because I'm raging. So that's nice. Ooh, I rolled a ten on the damage for that one. Um seventeen plus four twenty-one plus Two for the rage is twenty-three. Um, how do you want to do this? Of <gasps> yes, um, Keiko's. Um, Keiko's gonna see that uh, Irvin with his short sword's kind of like there. So they have like the the light of ours have that like sort of like they have like a flame right? dangling off of a tendril that comes out of their forehead. But they also um, have the, think... like, these rows of like tail lights going down their bodies. Huh. They're pretty um, freaky. So looking. I think Cake. They're pretty freaky looking. I think Keiko is going to. Um... Grab it by the 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 tail light thing or the the angler hanging that, down by the forehead thing. Yeah, by the forehead thing. She's gonna take it down as she's raging. She's gonna put it like into the ground as much as she can in the water swimming. And she's just going to like, just plunge her sword through the, the top of its its head downwards and just like rip it sideways and just like try and gut this fish. It is so gutted. Uh, its body is going to just erupt out into the water. Um, and uh, leave guts in its wake. Um, that is going to be good. Anything else on your turn? Um, that is everything for Keiko. Okay. Uh, it is Dermot's turn. Or probably it's Dorlin. Dorlin, you're up. What do you do? I will uh float over to uh to Maggie and be like, nope, 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 nope. Come on, big girl, we got you here and uh, stick her with a needle and cast Cure Light Wounds on her. All right, or... sounds good. Uh, Maggie's going to heal. Uh, 13. Oh, her eyes are going to flicker open. Oh. That, was, that was painful. It's like, all right, we got you, we got you. And then I'm going to try and swim up a little bit and get in the way of that other light devourer and her and like you just you just take it easy there i got you this time and put my fists up and then i'll use my bonus action give myself some temporary hit points and be like oh god my head still hurts and get ready to 
to fish this fish. Okay. Um, the light devourer is going to swim by, and I'm going to spend a hurt them more to say that um, it was inside of Zarya's initial burst of bright light when you came across the uh, across the thing, uh, because as the bright light is kind of echoing out of where Zarya is, uh, it is going to start to go along its flank as all of the dozens and dozens of little beads of light along its along its scales begin pulsing with light uh and um it is going to head directly next to you io and maggie and i need all three of you to make me a constitution save so dorlin rolled a one okay uh Io, Io, Io has a twenty-two. Dirty twenty for Maggie this time. Oh, perfect. Okay. Uh, um, we use the ring. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So Dorlin got a nat one, which is going to be real bad for you. Um, and what did Io get? Oh, Io got twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. So. One moment. I'm just going to do this. Okay, so everybody, that is D6s, thankfully. All right, if you succeeded your save, uh, so that is going to be Io and Maggie. They're both going to take 11 points of damage. Dorlin, you botched. You're going to take 44 points of radiant damage. As this thing... <laughs> emits a pulse of light and Im and explodes. Uh, Dorlin, are you still up? Barely. Maggie cool. drops again. Uh, Maggie drops again. Sounds good. Uh, this thing is going to attack you, Dorlin. Uh, that is uh, a nat 20 and a 18 to hit you. 18, no, but nat 20, just barely. All right, spending the hurt the more. That is now a twenty-three to hit you. Just that's my AC. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead. Three, two, one. I'm rolling damage. I'm raging. I can't do spells right now. Fair enough. Okay. The first hit is going to do. Uh, hold on one sec. All right. So uh, the non-crit is going to be twenty-three points of piercing damage. Oh, pardon me, 23 points of radiant damage, specifically. And the critical hit is going to be 40 points of radiant, pardon me, 44 points of radiant damage. All right, I go down. Uh, it That's is going to one. swim across and tear into you bits of blood globbing into the air uh, as it tears into Dorlin's flesh, uh, knocking you unconscious. It begins to like... Uh, scrabble its needle-like teeth down your flesh, tearing your armor like it was just tin. Uh, Dermot uh, is... Eco paid for this? No. What's that? Keiko paid for this armor so much. No. It's true. Uh, Dermot is going to uh, cast, uh, is going to swim uh, around and kind of beneath you. Uh, just barely able to reach you with his movement speed and is going to cast um... Oh, man. Uh, 
Maggie's down too, though. Oh, yeah, you're being ripped apart. Uh, so uh, he is going to cast a Cure Wounds at you, um, which is going to be... Just going to do the quick math of this. That is going to be... 3d8. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Uh, that's going to be a, a magical, wonderful 11 points of healing. Because I rolled all twos. Hey, it's all good. It's in the positive now. Okay. Um, that is going to be your turn. And it is your turn, Maggie. Uh, Maggie, it is your turn. You're going to have two levels of exhaustion, which means that you are attacking with disadvantage. But you're out. Pardon me. She's down. Out. She's down. So. Forgot about that. Uh, Maggie. Uh, Maggie is going to, uh, inside of her mind, to be thinking about the struggle to to survive and the struggle to to become something more than just a dumb ogre in people's eyes, and thinking about her dream of a, a little cottage. Well, big cottage, really, but with a little well-appointed library, maybe with even one of those like little lending library stands out by the road for travelers by to come and take and leave books. Maybe some that she would write. Uh, and she... Okay. That is her save. Sabina, it is your turn. I'm gonna be honest. I genuinely didn't think I'd be going this round. Um, like, at all. Um, okay. You, you, you would have had advantage on the Light Devourer had they I not spent Hurt Them Mores to jack them up so that I'd get a turn. <laughs> <laughs> this is very valid. Um, well, she really wants to try and show Io up a little bit, so instead of pulling her bow, she's going to pull her Ruidium short sword. I believe in you. Um... We're going to try it out. I got two attacks with it. Um, oh, I am going to have Dax move to use the help action. Oh, no, that, sorry. That requires a bonus action for me to tell him what to do. So he's not going to do anything. He's just going to dodge. Um, so I will use a bonus action to cast Wrathful Smite. All right. And I will take two attacks. Double sevens. Um, but I don't Ooh. have a bad attack bonus. Um, with a short sword, I'm plus eight. So that's 15. Okay, let me just check something real quick. That's going to be a hit. Oh, hells yes. Okay, so the first one's going to have the Wrathful Smite, and then the other one um, will be normal. So that's it's going to be 3d6 psychic damage, because Wrathful Smite does a d6 of uh, psychic. Okay. Um, oh, it also needs to make a wisdom save. Yes. Okay. Uh, or else what? Of 16 or else it's frightened of me. It is frightened of you. Fantastic. Uh, let's hope it runs away and everybody gets attacks of opportunity. Um, Okay, so that's going to the the first attack is going to be seven psychic and uh, ten. Yeah, plus four. Yes, and ten regular damage. Okay, seventeen total. 
Uh, that sounds right. Yep. So that was psychic and okay, good. And you're and using your it. your and you're using your iridium short sword. Are you adding the two d six psychic? Yes, I added two d six psychic for that, Perfect. and then a d six psychic for the wrathful smite. Perfect. And so my second attack is just the two d six iridium psychic. Uh, which is seven psychic for that and five slash. And you're adding the normal so... one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yes, I am. Yes. Seven psychic. Okay. God, these things are so tough when you don't when they get a turn. Um, okay, I know, so right? It's gonna be boom. So seven. And what was the other bit? Uh, sorry, seven and five. Seven and five. Okay. Okay. Uh, you are going to be able to slash into its flank, cutting deeply, but it is still up and angry. Um, but it is afraid of you now, uh, which is something. That is actually... Yeah, she's going to sort of stab into it and, like, look at its weird little flame as if it was an eye. Go, Sabina! Growl. Okay, uh, it is afraid of you now, and you are going to growl, and uh, it used its turn earlier. So we're going to be back at the top of the initiative. Uh, Io is going to watch you do that. This thing uh, has already done its movement, so it cannot move again, but it will, on its turn, try to flee. Uh, okay. Io, it is your turn. What do you do? Or what does she uh, do? I was going to attack, and I misread. Io gets three attacks, so I was going to just stab this thing with the harpoon three times. That is absolutely true. Um, and don't forget her bonus action as well is super useful. Reposition. Uh, is that a bonus action? I thought it replaced the attack. No, oh, it does say a, bonus action. It's a bonus gotcha. action. She can reposition oh. an ally 30 feet without having them uh, take opportunity attacks. All right. Uh, She's dope. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, the, uh, the rivals are great. Let's urban. Okay. Actually, yeah, summon Irvin over here as a bonus action. Uh, first attack is a 10. Second 10. attack is a 24. That is a hit. And third attack is a uh, 6, uh, 17. 17, those are two hits. Awesome. So that's 8, 10. Should have gotten that dice roller. All right. Just go to uh, just go to Google and ty type the, the dice numbers in, and it'll roll it automatically. Oh, that's awesome! I'll yeah, if you go to Google and type seventy six, it'll give you the it'll show you even the dice. Okay. Do you need the psychic damage separate? I do not. You can chunk it all together for me. Uh, all right. Only so. only tell me if you use if you take a different type of damage that is not psychic though. All right. So twenty three. Ooh, I love and it when then, math is easy. Uh, that was one attack, and then the next attack, ooh, not so good. Six, uh, 12, and uh, 19. Okay, so 19 on the second one. It is yep. barely up, uh, but it is still there. Ico is going to stab um, into it and, and deal a ton of of damage to it, leaving it kind of like flopping around in the water, barely alive. Um, and now it is Irvin Zanata Galsariat or Keiko. I mean, Irvin was summoned over. That sounds like a good thing. Yeah, Irvin. that's fine. Irvin's gonna take three attacks at, at, at this, this fishy boy. And well, I'm gonna really hope one of these is a crit, man. On a dagger. I believe in you. Urban. Why am I throwing urban. my dice literally under urban. my couch? Urban, urban, urban. 
That's why Dorktail's dice I just threw under a couch. Um, ooh, these are not as great. Um, does a 17 hit? A uh, 17 plus 8? 17 hits. Battle hit, I'm assuming. Um, does, uh, does a 12 hit? I'm guessing 12 does not hit. A 12 does not hit. Okay, does a 16 hit? 16 hits, roll me damage. All right, so two of those hit, including the dagger. The dagger I did denounce as, the, as my bone dice, so I did. That one didn't get thrown across the room. Um. All right, so do you need the poison separate? Uh, I do not. Kay. Thank you for asking. So for the first hit, that's going to be a total of... Oh, just a second, Polyampus Carriage. Yeah, it's plus five, so seven plus <laughs> 21 is 28 points for the first hit. And then the Urban second is one going that hit. To, one moment, Urban is going to say, oh, yes. may I have this dance? And tell me how he does it. Ooh, okay, Urban, go Urban. I told you he's um, a tank. He's, a, he's, yeah, he's super uh, DPS Jones. He's he's awesome. I love him. Um, may I have this dance? I think he's going to... Because uh, he's using a dagger, I think he's going to take it in, grab like a fin, and then just like whip it in to like dance, and then just plunge it into its where he thinks its heart would be. Okay. Perfect. Uh, and it is going to make this horrible, resounding, echoing noise and then flop to the ground, dead. Well, flop into the water, dead. Its body trembling and still going... <laughs> pulsing with light as it floats toward the ground. And with that, combat in. Keiko will drop Rage and then swim over to um, Maggie and Cure Wounds her. Okay, go ahead, roll that. Um, she's just going to do a first... Actually, she'll do second level Cure Wounds um, because she knows that she needs those first level for Soul Free Barbs. Um, okay. <laughs> so she'll do a second level Cure Wounds. Uh, 2d8. And um, while you are healing her real quick, I would like each of you to roll me a six-sided dice. Uh, if one of you rolls the same dice number, um, the first one to announce it has that number, and you'll Three. re-roll. Four, five, Eight. plus six. Um, five? five plus... Christine, did you say five? Okay. Yeah. Okay, five, and... Six, six. Um, sorry, you... I'm doing... I'm, I'm trying you to do, do math on my... So, uh, just gonna be like, oh, did anybody get the number of that Zeppelin? <laughs> did someone roll four? Because I rolled uh, four. Yeah, I did. Okay. okay. So six. three, four, five has been rolled. Alright, okay. I just rolled a six. Um Okay. Um Christine, do you want to stay as Maggie or do you want to choose a different NPC? Um, I'm fine staying as Maggie since okay. I've had to uh, destroy so her already. In that case, uh do you want to be Io or Dermot next time, Keiko? Or next time, Robin? Um, I'm gonna switch it up every time there's a fight so that you guys get the full run. Okay, um, I'll I'll do Io. Okay. 
All right, so uh, so please acquaint yourself with the following characters if there is another fight. Robin, you'll be playing Io. Galsariad will be Chris. Uh, Irvin will be played by Krista, and Maggie will remain in uh, Christine's hand. And once Caitlin gets here, she'll have Dermot. All the clerics. Yep. Um, do we need to make any updates to their hatch points? Um, uh, uh, Galsariad is down... 33 and uh, just the 33 he didn't take any damage mm-hmm. uh what's okay. Irvin down um i don't know if you can see on the tokens but i on the red token i put put 90 for Irvin. he's down to 90 oh, right smart. now Very so, smart. question yeah did maggie get healed again how much healing did you I, do robin 11 11 11 okay i've added that okay. to her token So yeah, just use roll twenty to keep the uh, the total up. Cool. Mm-hmm. I just did put fifty seven out of ninety. Yeah, I'm going to oh, do um, Io like uh, Io's okay. down fifty one in total. Okay. Maggie's down seventy five out of eighty five. Woof. <laughs> All right. Woof a doofa. So, um. I think we'll do this on a short rest or a break from now on, but I just wanted to just wanted to update that so that it'd be a little more interesting for y'all. Um, totally. And the fact that Chris is playing Galsaria kind of scares me a little. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Why? <laughs> look at that I, manic look. I presume uh, the recharge feature recharge is just it'll he recharge has it at break. the beginning. Okay. So, um, Krista, if you've never used recharges before, do you know how they work? Any, everybody, um, if, if a character has something called recharge, what that means is at the beginning of their turn, you roll a six-sided dice. If it's the recharge number, then they get that ability back. Otherwise, it's like a breath weapon. Yeah, it didn't say anything outside of that, so I wasn't sure if it was like, well, if, so if combat stops and then immediately starts again, does he get I, it again? Does he have to a short g- rest? Generally, it's to... assumed that if you take more than like three or four rounds out of combat, the odds are you would have gotten it back. Fair. Okay, that makes sense. You know, like I, that's what I yeah. always kind of hand wave. But tracks um, for me. Okay. Uh, so with that, a bit of stillness will settle back in to this underwater. Um, this underwater depth. Around you, you can see that the Ruidium is pulsing with a red light, and Zarya is still kind of faintly glowing above you. But as you're looking around, does anybody want to try to look at any of the statues, at the rift, the cavern itself? If you would, make me a perception roll. Uh, oh, uh, okay, how much did I get? Try. Oh, wait, never mind. I got that written down here. Cool. Uh, come on now. Is everyone rallied? Io will say. Should we push forward or do you need a break? You're looking a little. Baggy. Oh, um. I... Dolan, are you alright as well? Um, I think Excuse I went a little sure. cross eyed, but, uh, um, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe sit down for a moment. I mean, we could just take a ten minutes, try and bandage up any wounds that we we need to. That's, that's a good idea. Watch above, Irvin. Watch the tunnel. I'll float above too. The rest of you rest. Io will take a position and kind of float upward. Um, and as she does, she's going to kind of look up at the. Well, she's not going to look very well. 
Um, but she's going to kind of like swim up about 60 feet. What the hell? Um, looking around, anybody with... Uh, so I'm going to say looking up, your perception is going to kind of end before the cavern of this, uh, before the cavern's roof is found, Zanata. Okay. This thing must be very tall. Like, even with your perception halved, it's got to be at least 60 feet tall. Um, but you're going to see Io move beyond that. And we'll be able to hear her say, What the hell? Can I get someone else up here who doesn't need to rest? I will swim up. Coming. Watch my back. I'm going to keep my sword and my echo at the ready. I'm going to just have the echo move with me, basically. Is everyone okay? Maggie will say, back down at the base. Oh, just got a, just a little banged up, but she'll be good as new in no time. I hope so. That this... She touches the shards of ruidium jutting out of her throat. This is probably not good. No. You look I, a little... We'll get to the bottom of this, Maggie. In the meanwhile, rest. You look pretty, pretty gray. I feel pretty gray. Do, do you mind if, um, it might hurt a bit. Do you mind if I see if I can uh, get one of those? I, I just want to, um, well, I'm, I'm, I think maybe if I can figure out what, how it's growing, that maybe I can figure out how to, how to fix it. It's inside of her, you dollard. Galsari, it will say from his position. It's growing because it's present inside of her. Like it's inside of you. You don't have to say it like that, Galsari. Dolan's only trying to help. Yes, it may grow inside, but if... Maybe there's something different about the stuff to... that's inside people. Meanwhile, back up at the uh, the top. Uh, Dorlin, you can make me a medicine check to see if you can scrape some of it off. Maggie will allow you to. Zanata and Io have been swimming for about a full minute of conversation. Uh, pushing up, up, up through the depths. And as you do, the lights, the ruidium, moving upwards with your swim speeds, you can easily make it a good oh, two... 300 feet up and as you do there is there's no ceiling there is no hint of it in fact toward the end of it all you will begin to see is the the lingering glow of red beneath you from the ruidium but above you it just stretches into a vaguely pinkish void I don't like this. I don't like this one bit. It doesn't seem good, but probably shouldn't go too much farther or we're going to get lost. Well, at least we can always go down. I don't know shit about demiplanes, do you? 
Mm, nope. <laughs> I think we can both agree that we know we don't like it. I'd say that's a solid, solid expectation, yeah. Not my favorite experience in the world. Let's go back before more of those things show up. They seemed hungry. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she'll begin descending with you, kind of watching your back if you watch hers. Definitely. I'll have the the echo stay a little period behind us so that if something attacks from behind, it'll get popped first, hopefully. Sounds good. Meanwhile, as you wait around where Zarya continues to glow there, there in the light of um, the light of the jewel of three prayers. Hi, Caitlin. Welcome to the stream. Thanks for coming after work. I know you must be tired. Um, it's all good. So, meanwhile, Zarya, you cross over into the nether deep. You feel the crushing pressure all around you as the, uh, the jewel of three prayers engulfs you in this holy light. And as it does, you will hear, hear voices. Everything is bright. Everything is reflected moonlight with shards of broken red glass floating around you. You vaguely are able to see beyond this dome, this halo of light that surrounds you, your friends moving as if through like a smear of Vaseline. Right? Like it's all distorted, all fragmented. But inside of it, you are going to hear a distant voice. Child of the Raven. Cleric of the Blood. You are not who we have picked. You are not who we would have picked. But you have been chosen, chosen, chosen by divine providence. Find him. Find him. It is not his fault. It is not his fault. He is lost, lost, lost. In the darkness. Darkness, darkness. That was not of his choosing. Save him. From himself. And as you see that and feel that around you echoing, you are going to see the glow of holy symbols. The three holy symbols that the jewel represents. There's going to be a flash of bright light. And as it does, you are going to see a vision front of you. And as you see this vision, the light surrounding you encasing Zarya is going to dissolve into the water like a foam. And everyone present, regardless of how far they are away from Caitlyn uh, or Zarya, uh, is going to see this vision as well. You will hear the crying of a child. The parents bushy, 
bearded man with olive skin and a woman with sad, worried eyes and long hair tied down at the nape of her neck. They slowly lower a babe in front of a priest of Pelor. Please, Your Holiness. Please, a, a blessing for our child. A blessing. Please. The priest makes a gesture of the infant's head and then recoils as if he touched a flame. There will be no help from here. Don't be foolish. There is... There's no cure for the mock of the Red Mount. Please, you must. You're the only one. Please, you're a priest of Palor. You should be able to... I can do nothing of the sort. Not even the gods can change fate. Fate, fate. You feel time flow away from you. Rewind. And you can hear the sounds of a woman crying out in pain, echoing the vision that you once had of your own birth. A woman cries out in exertion, and then sudden relief as she sags down into the bed. A very simple one, mostly made of straw wood hand-carved. The midwife leans over and... Out of reflex more than anything, you see the woman swaddle the child. And then leave it between the mother's legs, refusing to hold it. The mother is coated in sweat. Is it... Is it breathing? I can't... I can't hear anything. Is it... He knows. The midwife rasps. His soul, his little soul prepares for the dread omens that will haunt him the rest of his life. The exhausted mother pulls, pulls her bloodied gown up to see the child wrapped in a linen swaddle lying on the bed between her knees and the child looks up at her silent eerily silent the open window bathes the olive skin newborn's flesh in the red light of Ruidus <laughs> and that is what you're going to see as the bubble dissolves. You find yourself, Caitlin. Um, Zarya is going to be in a in a very kind of almost like an oblong, like football-shaped corridor, uh, like a cavern, uh, that stretches on into blackness above you so far that you cannot see the roof even slightly. Uh, two figures are slowly swimming down from it. The rest of your team is bandaging themselves and resting. There are the bodies of two anglerfish-like creatures the size of a human being each, and one of those long eel dragon creatures, um, gutted and just 
exploding amidst the um the silt and ruidium of the floor here there are two statues one flanking either side of you both headless one toppled over uh, and as you look at them anybody here who is kind of perceiving and looking around i'd like you to make a history roll now that you have a moment to catch your breath uh, this is going to be difficult because the statues are very defaced so i'm going to say disadvantage on this I'm probably not paying too much attention to them at the moment, so I'm Sounds not going to make the good. roll. Good, sorry, working on Maggie. Uh, that is a fail. That is a fail. Five. Okay, all of the rivals fail. Um, also, Caitlin, um, in mm. case it comes to be, please uh, check the ping chat. You are going to be running Dermot. Okay. Um, I will be Same playing him. Play. You'll just be you'll just be doing the stats and the rolls. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So you are going to see that through. Did anybody get anything very high on their uh, on their history roll? Without disadvantage, it would have been a dirty twenty. But no, it's oh, a five. Was, nothing. Nobody got twenty or above. I haven't tried it because I figured I'm too far away with Io. Sounds good. All right. As you as you push down into. Um, uh, into the main cavern, uh, Zanata and Io, you will be able to see the rest of your party uh, healing up. What do you do, Zarya, now that the light has dissolved away from you? Huh? What just happened? How did you all get so hurt? Um, I'm gonna run over to whoever looks the most hurt. Maggie. Alright, I'm gonna run over to Maggie. Um, you're, you're okay, Zarya. Um, we, we got ambushed by some fish. Fish. Yes, three fish. Big fish. Look, you can see them floating. I do see that. You know what? When we get out of here, I'm going to have a big plate of fish. Just a whole bunch of fish. I'm going to eat a big plate of fish. Uh, as well. Was I able to uh, uh, with the seventeen medicine check? Was I able to? You will get be able to that? flake some off. Um, as you as you swim up to heal her, Zarya, you are going to see Ooh. that what was these blisters, like these pustules of ruidium, all along her throat from where she's touching her armor, they have mm-hmm. burst into raw open sores with ruidium oh, shards oh. growing through the flesh. Oh no. Oh, Maggie. Um, I'm going to cure wounds at uh, third level. Sounds good. Roll me 3d8 plus your wisdom. Okay. Uh, And anybody who's short resting, you can go ahead and roll the rival's hit dice, um, which should be present if you want me to give it to you for expediency's sake. Um, assume oh. that they are um, Irvin uh, will have a, uh, a d8 Maggie will have a d probably 10 it looks like yeah it looks like d10 so it is inside of their stat blocks so um, Galsariad is a yeah. d actually d8. everybody's a d8 except for Dermot who's a d6 how is he only a I think d6 I will roll 3 hit die for now for Maggie and okay. see what happens okay. Um, I just healed her for 21. Awesome. 21? Yeah. Okay. And they have um, 20 hit dice? Uh, 10. Where does it... What? 
Mine's yeah, is Maggie is ten d ten. Yeah, their hit dice are weird. Um, assume that they only have um, only have ten hit dice for healing purposes. Okay, cool. Because okay. yeah, Io says treat, twenty as well. Treat, treat like, Dermot wow. as a d eight, even though he's listed as a d six. He's a cleric, so treat him as a d eight. Oh, okay, sounds good. I was gonna um, do two d eight. Sorry, how wounded is he? He's not terrible. He's fine. Uh, he has thirty three points of damage. Okay. So he could he could take a couple if you really wanted to, but otherwise he seems okay. Okay. All right, another nineteen for Io. So Io is swims down from the roof with Zanata. There's no end to this. We must have gone up a, hundreds of feet. The damn thing's eternal. Wow, this is a. Well, I guess we're in the Nether Deep. I'll well, start deep actually looking around correct. a little bit. Uh. Nobody else needs a little uh, help. Uh, I'm I'm good. Okay. I'm only a little banged up. Might as well save it. Do you need any help, Dolan? Oh, yes. Just a few dents. Nothing. I'm, I'll, I'll be fine. Save it for. Next I'm surprised time. that your innards aren't me. dented the way that that thing tore into you. Take the healing. Don't be a dumbass. I will say. <laughs> what she <All> right, said. <laughs> well, like it or not, uh, Zarya is going to walk up to him and uh, also cure wounds at third level. Oh, don't don't waste too much. I, I'm, I, I actually took care of myself a little bit. I, I only I, got I, 10 I don't, down I don't, now. I used most of my hit dice. Now? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I'll just do one then. Because I'm do, doing anyway. Okay. So that's only nine, but. I'm almost at max. One away. <laughs> so that works. Um, and after that, Dorlin will actually take a look at the statue. Uh, you said, uh, uh I guess the history one where, with, yeah, history. Okay, disadvantage. With disadvantage. Ooh, all right. Yeah, history. maybe I'll do that as well now. Yeah. Um. So if I short rest, can I sit and kind of look at them and do a history check as well, or? Yep, you totally can. Okay. Oh, I rolled double twos. Ooh. Ten. Sh- shout, I rolled dork tails. So that's an eleven with with disadvantage, Christine. No, just on the first one. And. Uh, second one was an 18 plus minus one, so 17. Oh, well, actually, <laughs> well, actually, that's a 22, Kelly. Okay. Nice. Um, so those of you who got less than a 20 on this, which is everybody but Zanata now, um, uh, you are going to see um, that these are classical figures. Um, they are the statues are all headless, uh, very badly deteriorated by time. Bits of ruidium growing along them, um, but they are the classic garb. Zanata, this looks just like the vision of Elixian that you saw in the cathedral. The same outfit, the same shield, and honestly, the spear is what gives it away. It's the exact same spear that he was holding. 
and the one on the on your left. The one on the right has its hand outstretched, and but the outfit's the same. Okay. These are statues of Elixian. Headless. I mean, they could be someone in the same costume, but let's That's be fair. the same outfit set up. Like, the head's not there, obviously, but that looks like it should be of Elix- Elixian. Those statues. Uh, and once she points it out, it's pretty obvious. Oh. Oh, you're it right. Is. It's just so worn. What a... Huh. What a strange... Strange thing. Isn't this supposed to be his prison? Well, maybe that's why the heads are off. I, I doubt someone would make statues of someone just to behead them. Potentially, well, it's from before he this all happened. If this place he was a hero, originally. he was a hero. If this place is yeah, Sabina. Perhaps it's a metaphor for him it. losing his head, like going a little crazy, stuck in here or for just long-term years. damage. Perhaps something next an arrow point. Galsarid will say, I'm thinking that, and you'll hear <laughs> behind you uh, the, the sound of ripping flesh. Uh, Keiko, what are you taking off of the bodies? Uh, she's just like, just just trying to like open them up to see if like they ate any people and see if like there's anything in them. They've got some <laughs> cool, they've got some cool jaws on them. Uh, so as you are ripping through, you're going to be able to take some like souvenir fangs and things from them. Yes, Keiko's 100% taking some souvenir and fangs. And you're like, you're, oh, half oh. Sure th- you're half sure that you can eat them. Oh, oh, save some of that meat. <laughs> we'll cook it first. Uh, too late. Yeah, it's a little it's a little oily. You might want to cook that. First, now you have yeah, to figure out how not... you're going to cook underwater. You're not SpongeBob. That you know of. That I know of. What is magical fire? Uh well, sorry, yo, wizard, can you conjure fire underneath the water? Not for long. What are you doing? Cook the fish. Are you sure that's safe to eat? I mean, I haven't gotten sick yet. Keiko's gonna continue to eat fish for a bit. Oh. That's disgusting. All right. Make me a constitution save. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that you're eating the light devourers uh, because the other one was poisonous and oily. Yes, I think <laughs> Keiko was slightly smart enough. I mean, I could roll an in check to make sure she's. Make not me a survival, healthy. or you know what? No, no. Make me a con save. To eat raw light devourer. So the the survival was an eleven, um, okay. and then the con save was a nineteen. Man, is there anything that you won't swallow? <laughs> um, well, but this. <laughs> so this uh, this is you're gonna swallow this, and it's gonna be kind of oily, but it's like it's like kind of satisfying. It would definitely be better cooked. Do you think that this, or if it was like raw and marinated with like some like some alcohol like particularly like like a vodka maybe chased with like some like spicy pepper sauce would be pretty good maybe like a prairie fire um that would be pretty good um 
But as you are going to drink it or swallow it down, kind of suck it down like an oyster, um, good little. Um, you. Oh, it's beautiful. We lost. Well, the that's the sound. That. Um, <laughs> you are going to feel pretty good about this uh, because as you swallow it, you're going to all be able to see Keiko swallow it uh, because her skin is going to go illuminated as it goes down <gasps> until it hits her stomach. So you're going to see all the way until it hits her corset. Uh, there's going oh to be this little, God. like, little pulsing light. Um, and Urban's oh, going I, to start... Oh, I need some of that. Urban's going to start chuckling to himself, just... <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, yes, but, yes. She's not going to gain any weight from that. Because it's because light. it's a light meal. It's a light meal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Back, like, like, I, I want to give her a high five for that. Oh, that's great. Mechanical arm. <laughs> oh my god, yes. The entire game was just for this moment. Yeah. I can retire it from adventuring. I got a robot high a, five. That was what, a good what one. Are you, what are you what laughing at? Kago's going to turn and look at the group. Just... You're 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 glowing. Uh, um, not anymore. You were. Uh, we could watch it go down your throat. It was quite interesting, really. I wish I'd had a mirror. Dolan, could you figure out what substance this is that makes it glow? I have a surprise for Bodhi. I would I would bet good money. <laughs> That Dax is like pops out from like inside the fish with a mouthful. Uh, that's a nat twenty on Dax eating the part of this thing. Uh, so Dax is so you are going to see like some of the bodies are going, and the one that was just gutted, um, its flame is going to like it's it's dangling flame that is kind of expelled most of its light is going to wiggle, and suddenly it's going to go its mouth is going to kind of tear open a bit, and Dax is going to stick his head out with the with the tendril, like the little anger lure stuck to his own head and is going to be like trying to bat it off. We brought our own cleanup crew. Yes, it appears so. um, Dolan, we might need your little spray for him. I'm here for this. I mean, he's (laughs) sweetly finished, though. Somebody actually asked me. Imagine it'll wash off. I'm finally getting the respect I deserve. <laughs> All right. Do we want to keep going? The, everyone feeling better? Um, Zarya, nice to see that you've come out of your cage and you've, you're looking just fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yes, I'm not really sure what happened, uh, uh, but I, I'm, I'm feeling just fine. Was I, was I out for a little while? I don't remember ever falling to the ground. About five You minutes. just kind of, you were in a floating bubble for and the entire combat. Sabina tried to touch you oh. and it was like, it was protecting you because it, uh, like, did some flashy radiant light thing. And looks like Sabina got a little bit hurt from that. She kind of coiled back. Yeah, so oh. I think it's protecting you. Oh, I'm it, sorry. It, it hit something in my brain. Oh. Did Did everyone else get that 
vision? Two or oh, yes. Yes, I did see a vision. No, I got that as well. Okay. Seems like there's some really shitty adults in that one. Hmm. Well, I do apologize. I know stories about children. That's true. But I, I wouldn't have been terribly useful in the bubble, so I apologize for that. I think you were safe. Just, oh, good you. should have found a way to, like, the move riff. the bubble. Could have, like... Hit the bubble Use with like a big bat as... into the fish. That would oh, be great. And then perhaps I would have hurt them. <laughs> if you ever bubble again, we need a big stick. Oh, all right. I, again, uh, I, I, I don't think I'll be able to help you. Zanata, you have the spear. We could try and like flip it around so you're not doing the pointy end, but you could try and like poke her with the non pointy end. <laughs> perhaps we'll just, just hope it doesn't others. happen again. Yep. <laughs> Let's just hope it doesn't happen again, yes. Yes. I think I need to rest for a while. I think we all do. Do we want... If you're not doing okay, maybe, Maggie, maybe we should just, uh... I mean, that, uh... That burst when we came in here really... Really hit me hard, too. Well, we've cleared out this area. Um, Zanada and Io, did you find a ceiling when you no. go swimming up? It's, it feels unending. Oh, so we should maybe find a room that we could fortify Barricade. and if people need to rest we could do some exploring while we have the descending stones. That's so what I was thinking exactly. The one thing I will uh, kind of point out though is uh, well this place is kind of like, a bit, I mean, Bazazan was just connected to, uh, yeah, dark things and other planes. This actually is one. It might not be a good idea to try and rest here. Remember what happened in Bazazan with all those little, like, nah things that came after us when Valis was, oh, Valis. There are 11 of us here. Yes. We'll have they to rest at come, some point. I think we can have them. Okay. Oh, okay. I, do, I do agree. But I do think that we should be careful about this. You seem the most eager to get down here. Do you want to take point? Scout the next room. We'll guard this. If you need help, call for us. We'll come in to rescue you. And we keep leapfrogging if needed. That sounds like a sounds good idea. Sounds like a really good idea. Let's go. If we, yes. if we come to a fork in the road, we can talk about racing then. But right now, I'm just seeing one passage out of here. Yes, and it's no good to deplete both of our resources at the same time. Rather do it in split shifts so we can try and recover so that we're both not, you know, depleted one at the same time. Battle strategies and all that. Indeed. Alright. Alright, let's so go. we'll stay back here in guard. Um, anybody who wants to make an insight roll on IO um, may do so. Um, Friggin' on it. Sure. Yeah. Also, definitely feel free to just pro provoke for that. Um, Keiko does nothing It'll with a, a, seven. a one. Okay. 30-20. Ventivan, okay. Ventivan. Um, um, neither of you are exactly sure her angle, but you think that it is at least partially tinged with concern for Maggie. 
Valid. On her deception, mm-hmm. she got a 28. So... Ooh. Damn. She rolled a base 19, so it's it's definitely... Let me double, double check that. It's at least 23. Uh, but... Oh, Io, you big deception... Softie. Yeah, 21. So... Or 22? 22. 21. Total. So, Sabina, you're like pretty sure that she is just mostly f- f- focused on protecting her friends. Mm-hmm. There might so be a bit of angle. There might Sabina. be a little fear in there. Might be. It's definitely more protective, but it is a sound yeah. strategy rather yeah, than you all just clumping up. Makes sense. Uh, uh, all right, let, let's go then. Call us if you need us. Of course. As as well for you, if you suddenly get ambushed by more of those things, you also let us know. Of course. Defensive formations. Maggie, rest as much as you can. Uh, okay. And with that, you can see that there is a single corridor in front of you. Do you head in? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swimming to the north, the water shimmers in front of you in this this grotto. You enter through its southern chamber, and as you do, it seems to vanish. The water around you begins to dissolve. And suddenly. The water shimmers as you're transported out of the undersea gloom and into a child's room. Simple comforts are scattered around the room's perimeter. A teddy bear, overgrown with iridium, a cradle lined with iridium spikes, and a rocking horse with tendrils of iridium crawling up one side of it. Simple toys are scattered on the floor with more of them on small wooden shelves. All of them are laced with iridium. Sunlight shines into the room through two small high windows. You hear muffles coming from outside with an occasional thud. You are in a small room. You can see that um, there's light kind of streaming in outside. Uh, There's a door that leads to the rest of the house from here. Uh, And you will see that the room is in fact as stated overgrown and encased with ruidium. Does anybody look around? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, rush to the we... crib to make sure there's not a baby in there. Are we like normal sized in the room? Are, are we like you are, small? You are yourselves all standing in this room. Yeah, Keiko's gonna look around for sure. Okay, uh, you good. rush. The crib is empty. Um, as as you go to it, um, you can see that there are like there's like a mobile above it um, that seems fairly devoid of iridium. A little bit's creeping down the the string that it's hanging from. Uh, various birds and like a star, a sun, uh, hanging from the the mobile above the bed. Um, but there's no baby inside, Dorlan. Um, who else was in- examining things? Ke- Keiko, what are you looking for? Um, I think she's gonna. St- start to go towards the window of the room to try and look out and see 
where we are. Okay. Um, as you are going to try to do that, is anyone else looking around the room at anything inside of there? Sonata's uh, going to try and look back to see, did we come through a pathway into here, like a broken wall, or did we somehow do a trigger a magical thing where we just appeared? You just appeared. There is oh, no shit. way out of this. <laughs> Um, maybe Keiko's She's right. Maybe heading outside. She's going to suggest that we should notify the others. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Zarya or Sabina, is there anything that you're doing? Um, I was going to look maybe under the crib, see if there's anything under the crib. Okay. As you were looking under the crib, you were going to come face to face with the side of the, um, the side of the rocking horse, where you will see mm-hmm. that a name is carved along the side of it. Oh. Elixian. Right. And Sabina, mm-hmm. what do you do? Um, we've got the window covered. We've got the back. Da- Dax covered, is going to walk up and start both. sniffing the teddy bear, thinking it might be a toy. Yes, the teddy uh, bear. I was going to say, yeah, she'll probably take a look at it and pro- maybe try to like pull it away from him if it's covered in rubidium. Okay. Um, you're going to doesn't want to get him worse. Grab it and you're going to pick it up, and you are going to hear a voice echo through all of your, just through the room. You'll recognize it as Elixians. Such a thing no longer holds a special place in my heart. But it might be worth something to you. And as that happens, Keiko, moving to the window, you are going to angle and look outside. You're going to see two human beings. You'll recognize them as the parents from the vision olive-skinned, bushy-brown beard, and worry, scarred face on the woman. Simple dirt-stained garments cover them, each made from a single piece of cloth belted to keep them from being nude. Above them, you are going to see a couple of people moving. Their faces are shadowy. Indecipherable. And as you look at that, you are going to see that these figures are beating the man and woman. You'll hear a voice. You have found me, my friends. Witness my earliest memory. The pain of a child born under the ill-fated sign of ruinous. We were turned on by friends and kinfolk as war waged around us. Many people suffered from my presence, my parents most of all. There is a loud crack, and one of the shadowy figures strikes Elixian's father, sending him to the ground. My story begins with them. Their story dies with me. He will say to you, and I think that's where we're going to take a quick break. So, oh, uh, oh, yeah, we'll, no. that... oh, boy. <laughs> we'll be no. back in just a minute, everybody. Don't go anywhere. Hey, everybody, it's Kelly here. I just wanted to let you know that if you like this podcast, you can support it directly on patreon.com slash dorktales. Doing so allows you to help the creator directly, but also gives you access to a bunch of additional features. For example, a once a month behind the scenes podcast. You also gain access to exclusive Patreon games like Strixhaven, A Curriculum of Chaos, and Technocracy Zero Sum, a whopping three months before the general public. That's a great deal. 
On top of that, as of January, you'll also have access to our new bi-weekly Dork Tales the Podcast, which is a D&D homebrew game that's actually recorded live in person for a change and stars myself, Christine, Robin, and Krista. Uh, it is a high fantasy game full of chaos and mayhem, and I think you're absolutely going to love it. And if you are a member of the Patreon, you will get it three months before it shows up on this podcast platform. To encourage you to consider joining the Patreon, here's a random 30-second clip from Dork Tales the Podcast for your listening pleasure. Oh, third corner. Why it still taste after all this time? Unless the fish man was using it. Oh, no! <laughs> tastes fishy. Tastes fishy. That works on showing up. pretty great time. Dork Tales the Podcast is going to be releasing on our Patreon in January and should be in general release around March or April of next year. Hopefully you'll be able to join us early, but if not, be sure to tune in, leave comments and reviews, and we'll see you there. Thanks so much for your time. Have happy holidays. And now, back to the episode. Welcome back to Call of the Netherdeep here on Dork Tales. Keiko, as you look outside, you hear Elixian's voice say to you, my story begins with them. Their story dies with me. A loud crack sends Elixian's father tumbling to the ground. The man above him, his face is shrouded, darkened, constantly shifting, as if you're looking at it through frosted glass, like you're not quite sure what it's supposed to look like. As if you're having trouble remembering the face even as you look at it. What do you all do? We help? Not from inside the room. Well, maybe. All right. There's a window, right? There's a window. It's a, it's a two by two window. Oh, well, this might be a dream, but nobody picks on people around us. Let's go. And uh, you know what? <gasps> We're probably not that high up, right? Dolan, Kate goes in front of the window. She's gonna be like, Dolan, you're gonna break some stranger's window. Yes. So there is no glass in the window. It's just like a shuttered, like old fashioned. Oh, shuttered. Oh, okay. All right. So like you were just like leaning out of it too. So you you can easily make your way through it. Um, If you do, I'd like you, I'd like everyone to roll initiative, just in case. All right. I'll be 13. 13? Okay. Okay, so damn, Robin. Okay, so we My are starting off. Good for initiative. We're, yeah, yeah, there really is. Okay, so starting off with Keiko with a 23. Then we're at Sabina. Then we're at uh, Dorlan. Assailants. Okay, pardon one second. So, okay, uh, then it is Zanata. Then it is uh, at the very bottom. We have Zarya. Uh, so, looking outside, what you're going to see is these people are are 
draped in worn out clothes. Uh, you leap out the window and hit the ground and a little plume of dust tinged with red is going to roll out from your feet. These people that are surrounding them, you'll see now that you have a full view, there are six of them surrounding these two the two parents and are are bludgeoning them and screaming at them. They wear wide brimmed hats and their red eyes burn beneath in the shadow created by those brims demonically. The shadowy assailants are screaming down and as you hit the ground, the first person out the window is going to hear one of them scream down, monsters breed monsters. And you see, you are going to see uh, Elixian's father's head jerk back as a tooth is knocked out of the front of his mouth. Keiko, it's your turn. What do you do? I think the monsters here um, would be yourselves, and Keiko is going to just. Could she try and make like an intimidation check by being like? She's going to pull out her sword and be like, step away from those poor people. You can make it with a disadvantage, please. Alrighty. Oof, that's rough. Um, I'm going to spend... Wait, I don't have determination in chat. You do not. I Only Dorlan does. Determination. And Sabina and um, Zanata also were bought it. Oh, you're right. So it's just me and Tharia that don't. Okay. Um. So that's going to be... Without determination, will be a 14. 14? Okay, that'll take your action to do. The first one, the one that's leering over the father, is going to look up at you. No good ever comes from sheltering a child of Ruitus. He'll growl at you. And as he speaks, you can hear his voice start to warble. No one, no good ever comes of a sheltering a child of Ruitus. Like, you can't pick the pitch. You've heard choirs before. It's like trying to pick a single voice out of a choir. Uh, he looks at you and snarls. You see through the warbling shadowy face, a, a jagged line of blood red teeth are going to part and snarl at you. Do you have anything else you'd like to do? Um... They're about 30 feet away from you right now. Yeah, I think... <sighs> um... I don't know. Keiko doesn't want... I spent my action intimidating them, so I can't really take an action to... Bonus action to survey the scene, can I, really? Um, You can just survey the scene, yeah. Yeah, Keiko's not. I guess is taking the do taking the dodge action is action action. Yeah, yes, that's it is. A... All and, right. And someone has bought you determination. Oh, nice. Um, and Keiko's if, if just gonna. Is, if anybody's asking, kill. I have all, 
uh, any players, uh, any dungeon masters who are running this, I have altered the layout of the room slightly just because I, the original room doesn't make sense to me. Um, so, uh, so looking out, uh, you're going to just kind of, you're going to, are you going to hop out the window? Oh yeah, you said I hopped out the window, so yeah. I, I assumed I you. I assumed you would. Um, so hopping out the window, uh, originally the window is like seven feet off the ground. You have to stand on a rocking chair to get out of it. I'm like, that's not a house I've been in. Um, this is like, this is a kid's bedroom. Like it's like four feet off the ground. You can easily hop out. Dorlin has to step on something maybe. Um, but so you're going to hop out and do that. They're going to snarl at you and uh, you're just going to kind of prepare yourself for trouble. Uh, Sabina, what do you do? She thinks it's a dream. So she's not going to actually attack things right now. Cause she's like, this is a fucking dream. Mm-hmm. Um, have the attackers like kind of stopped attacking to sort of face off with Keiko? A couple of them have. One of them for sure. The rest seem like they're going to get back into the mix in just a second. Okay, um, I'm gonna, I would like to shoot two arrows. I'm gonna try to not actually hit them. Um, but I would like to use ensnaring strike. But can I like not do the damage from the arrow strike, but do the ensnaring part? Like, can I hit the ground around them? I'll allow it. Yeah, sure. Okay, because I don't normally you have to hit a target. I'll say you can do you can do the ground. Um, it'll be versus their AC to hit the area between yes. them. Yes. Cool. That sounds. Are you just great. leaning out, or are you le- are you exiting the room, the building? Um, I think she's just gonna lean out. Okay, sounds good. So you'll have to like kind of like stand on something to get a good vantage point, given that the sea the it's about four feet off the ground. So mm-hmm. um, you want to go to one of the shelves nearby that is littered with toys and blankets, uh, or do you want to just stand on the rocking horse? Um, if the rocking, I'll, can I can uh, Dax put his paws on the rocking horse to hold it steady? Yeah, you totally can. <laughs> Perfect. Um... Let me just double check the rules of ensnaring strike. It would help if I could spell it. Uh, there it is. Ensnaring strike, like the bird? <laughs> no, I did it in and and Oh yes, that makes sense. What's yeah? Total, totally makes sense. Uh, when you hit a creature on a weapon attack for the spell ends. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna use my bonus action to cast it, and then I'll take two attacks, and one of them will be an ensnaring. Um, the four isn't going to hit, but the 13 plus eight probably okay, will. That will hit. All right. What's cool. my save? Um, uh, it is a, oh, hang on. Right. And target must see any strength saving throw. Um, and okay. it's going to be a 16. Okay. Uh, and that's only one target, right? Yes. Okay. So I might, I might shoot it at the main guy that okay. seems to be kind of the boss sounds good uh your arrow's gonna hit the ground and thorns are going to go and they'll wrap around his boots and he's going to snarl down no good ever no good ever no good ever comes from sheltering a, a sheltering a child ruinous 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 uh he looks restrained though uh anything else you want to do with your action uh that is everything i have all right dorland it's your turn what do you do yeah, I was just looking up, uh, I'm going to, uh, walk, uh, just, like, try and walk into, uh, into the middle of, um, this and be like, hey, break it up here, no fighting, you can't do this anymore, and to try and be intimidating and just, like, be like, like, nope, get out of the way and try and help, uh, uh, or, no, I'm not going to be intimidating, and I'm going to go over to, uh, you said the father looked like he got 
really uh yeah his his, his base is cranked real hard yeah i'm gonna go up there it's just like you can't you can't hold them accountable for that and i don't care if this is a dream it's gonna be a better dream now and i'm gonna um cure wounds on the father okay um you are going to um you're gonna prick him with the edge of your needle and you're going to watch his face and like the the bludgeoning the swelling of his eye and his broken lips are going to begin to heal over and he looks up at you and he grabs you by the sleeve Alexine get out of here you don't need to see this oh no I, I think you have me confused for your son uh, my name is Dorlin Wildrock uh, ex-professor Dorlin Wild the X stands for well actually maybe I'm still technically kind of a professor look out and he's going to like pull you against his chest as one of the ones above him screams you brought ruin on us and is going to come down on uh, on him uh, with a uh, uh, well with uh, a very large implement um, so uh, I'm short Okay. Uh, let me know if that hits or not. I will. Uh, that will hit. Ah, uh, silvery barbs. Silvery barbs, okay. Keiko's just gonna wave her hand and give advantage to... Um, she's gonna give advantage to herself. Sounds good. Uh, the one that is ensnared is going to take a swing down uh, as he's acting first in their initiative order. Uh, the first hit would have hit, but Silvery Barb <laughs> is going to wrap across and is going to br cause his cudgel to hit the ground next to Dorlin's foot instead as his father, oh, well, as the father pulls Dorlin back like a child and kind of shelters. Um, and uh, with that, um, the rest of them are going to act. Um, Two of them are going to turn. You're trying to help the ruiners? We'll ruin you. And they're going to charge you, Keiko, uh, with bloodthirsty, uh, with a bloodthirsty roar. Um, and uh, one of them is going to rush you with a cudgel and is going to uh, probably hit you with a 23. Yep. All right. And the next one is going to come around and has an 18. Is that going to hit? Oh yeah, I only have a 15 armor class. Okay, you're going to take from the first one eight points of psychic damage as one of them smacks you with the side of the cudgel and then another one hits you in the stomach with the cudgel for six points of psychic damage. Okay, uh, that is their rounds. Um, Dorlin, one of them is going to try to strike you directly. If we kill the child, it won't curse us anymore. Uh, it's going to have disadvantage to try to hit you because you are being I'm an shooting. adult! Uh, however, I'm going to Reckless Attack. Uh, that's going to miss. Uh, the one next to him is going to try that as well. Uh, she is also going to miss. Okay. Uh, and then finally, the last one is going to attack the mother. Uh, and is going to hit her so tremendously she is going to crumple to the ground uh, on the verge of unconsciousness. Uh, blood is seeping through this deep gash on the side of her already scarred face. The, the shadowy man above her spits onto the body. Stay down, you mother of darkness. Uh, Zanata, it is your turn. All right. Well, this is a load of absolute bullshit. Yep. Um, so 
Yeah. Uh, she's gonna jump down as well and rush over. How close can I get? Uh, you can get right up to them. Uh, so two of them are about... Uh, so Keiko, you stayed a bit away. So they're about 30 feet away from the window. Uh, two of them are right next to Keiko, about 10 feet away from the window. Okay. I uh, yeah. will help Keiko with the ones near her. Sounds good. You will have advantage on any attacks. They attack recklessly. Sweet. I'm going to make two attacks. Just my basic ones. I don't want to waste any of my stuff until I absolutely need it. Sounds good. The first attack uh, is an 18 plus 9 to hit, so... That'll absolutely hit. I'm assuming that's hits. And the next one is a 19 plus 9 to hit, so... Okay. That's going to be it's going to be two hits. Are you focusing on the same one? Do they seem like like two hits would take them out or going to need more? Or... I I can't tell you. Um I'd focus on one then cuz I'd prefer to put one down before I Sounds move on good. to the next. Roll me damage. Uh, okay, so as that you focus is... in, slashing out with your blade, uh, you're gonna realize that you're probably making the right choice in doing this. Roll me damage. Twenty-two damage. Twenty-two damage. Your blade lashes out twice, and the snarl um, that comes out of this this man that you lash into as he rages his cudgel, you'll realize that it's it's actually looks like a farming implement at this point. Like a bat, like like a clawed, um, like a gardening rake, like with ones with the three claws, and is going mm -hmm. to snarl and look at you. He does not look terribly phased by those blows. Um, blood so, is kind of leaking out of the shadowy form. From what I can tell, is that from the previous fight, if I did not dismiss my echo, mm -hmm. it doesn't vanish. It just no, lasts right. forever until it pops. Yep. So as such. I think I'm going to have left it farther back and I rushed up to attack and I'm going to use my bonus action to switch places. Okay, sounds good to me. So right. I don't get hit. Zari, it's your turn. What do you do? Um, I'm going to rush over to the mother to jump out the window and rush okay. over to the mother. Sounds and, good. Um, she is badly hurt. Mm -hmm. I'm going to cure wounds her at a second level. Sounds um, good. And then I'm gonna try striking at the one that straight uh, that got her um, okay. with uh, with the trident, actually. Ooh, good. All right, make me an attack roll with uh, with advantage. Okay. Um, so that's gonna be um, fifteen uh, points for her, and then. Okay, fifteen points for the mother. All right. Um. Ooh. Um, oh, I'm going to use my determination that I just got. Sounds good. And that is going to be 21. 21 will hit. Absolutely. Roll me damage. Nice. Okay. Uh, don't forget was... the additional psychic damage. Oh, what's the original damage? I don't think I wrote that down. Uh, so Trident is a D8 or D10. Uh, a Trident is... Uh... Oh, it's, it's only 1d6? It's only 1d6. Okay. 
that's all right. Oh, it's, but you can throw it, and it's versatile, so you can use... Um... Yeah. That's fine. So that's gonna just going to be five regular, and then... Ooh. And then nine psychic. Nine psychic. Hold on, just one sec. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna check something real quick. So if you are using it two-handed, it should deal more damage. So it's one d8 if you use it two-handed. Okay. I guess I don't have my shield up. Okay. So, so what's the total damage? Um. So that was nine. Uh, yeah, nine psychic damage. Okay. And then um. Six. Regular. Okay, so 15 total. Perfect. Math is, math is hard right now. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> uh, perfect. All right. Uh, stabbing in, you are going to kind of like stab one of its barbs directly into uh, into the assailant's shoulder, uh, drawing a bit of kind of papery blood from it. Hmm. It's like stab the stab is solid and Yet, at the same point, it's like plunging into sand. Hmm. Top of the initiative, Keiko. Um, all right. Um, they're right there beside me. Um. Um. I just want to quickly look up if it's uh, a, a creature. Okay, so I wouldn't want to do that. Um, yeah, I think I'm just gonna... Did it look like when Zanata hit it that it kind of like went through it more than normal? Or like it didn't grip as much? Hitting um... it? She's a bit away from you, and you have two guys directly in your face. Like, um, oh wait, sorry, you're talking about Zanata. No, Zanata. Um, no, it, it looks like they, it just looks like they're tough. Oh, okay, okay. Um, this is this is dreamlike, but um, you uh, you absolutely are doing damage to them. It is bleeding this kind of like waxy blood. Okay. Um. Uh... Is there the way that we're standing? Is there a way that I could angle um, a cube to not hit Zanata beside me? Because Zanata has just left her echo beside you. Zanata is no longer yes, beside you. But she will like will pop. She'll try not to pop. Yeah, you can. The echo. Okay. Because um, she knows that that thing gets popped with damage. Um, so Keiko's going to cast um, a Thunder Wave at a third level um, out from her. Okay. What's my save? So this uh, It is a con save. 15. Okay. Fail, fail. All right. So they're going to take 4d8 Thunder damage and then get pushed 10 feet away from me um, to give me some uh, fucking breathing room. Sounds good. Roll me damage. Um, I am 4d8. And they failed, so they don't take high off, which is always nice. Ooh. 
wow 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 that was almost minimum damage um that's going to be a whopping six points of thunder damage to both of them and they get pushed Oof. 10 feet away six I points two ones and two twos yelp ouch ouch okay that's a third right. level spell so, so there's gonna be and you're going to knock uh two of them 10 feet back they're gonna stumble to the ground and return to you shelter um, him uh, And? and then as a bonus action um Keiko is going to um uh wave her her wand and s- s- give some bardic inspiration by Dolan by Dean being like come on Dolan get in the middle of this you got this sir okay and um and did you grant did you grant Dorland advantage before? No, I gave myself advantage and then did a spell, so it was silly. I forgot I did that. Um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I gave myself advantage. Well, that's for it's one It's very Keiko. The, the, this advantage lasts for a minute. Yeah, no, I can do it next yeah, turn. So yeah, next oh, turn. I know. Oh, I know. Alright, Sabina, it is your turn. Well, these mooks seem to be uppity. Um, can I use my so uh i can use a bonus action for um dax to use the health action can i Mm. use that for him to give me the help action by steadying the rocking horse well yeah that sounds great to me okay fantastic and then i will just make two attacks um i will go at the one one of the ones that's like actively fighting the parents sounds good so the one that you've restrained is like do they actually have restrained on them or do they have grappled? They're restrained. Cool. So you'll have advantage to shoot them. Oh, okay. Are, is that the one Keiko is dealing with? No. So Keiko is like one? 30 feet back. Literally like 20 feet back from the crowd. And the ones that are beating the parents are further down the road. Okay. I, can I can I reach them with my bow, the ones that are further away? It's like 30 feet. Perfect. I will uh, shoot one of them. Not okay. not the one that's restrained because I'm I'm getting ad- advantage on at least one of my hits from Dax. So, okay. uh, so you will have uh, yeah, that's true. You you'll have advantage on pretty much all of them because they they all um, recklessly attacked. Oh, fantastic! Okay, well in that case, so technically attack. you can uh, you you don't need Dax to give you the help action if you don't want to. You can have well, you can use something else I, I don't want to waste any more spells. I don't think so. Fair enough. I won't worry about it. Um, well, that's a 19. That'll hit. Okay, and... Oh, that's a nat 20. Perfect. Roll me damage. Uh, cool. <laughs> so, the first attack is a d6. So, 2d6 plus 4 for the crit. Ugh, gross. Um, 7. Again, almost minimum damage. Go team. Um, seven, and then, oh, that was all over the place. I need to move some of my dice, I think. There we go. Uh, eight damage from the second one. <laughs> Six on the crit, eight on the regular one. That is a move. That is a move. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, 
onto the one that is that knocked the mother to the ground. You're going to pump two arrows into it. It's going to stumble back a bit and keep lurching forward to attack again, but is pretty badly wounded, I will say. Um, do you have anything else you'd like Good. to do? Um, unfortunately, I don't think I have anything else All right. I can uh, do, because I don't think any of my cantrips are bonus actions. No, so no. Usually they're not. Uh, Dorlin, then it is your turn. So you're being sheltered by the father who uh, who took a hit for you, or almost took a hit for you because of the restraint. Um, yeah, what would you like I'm, to do? I'm, uh, that's not nice. I'm going to get in on this, and uh, I'm going to try and get away from the father a little bit and uh, go after the one that... Uh, um, he tried to take a hit, and I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not Alexia, I'm an adult! And use the inspiration <laughs> that uh, Kiko gave me. And okay. uh, try and, ooh, uh, uh, nice one on that inspiration. Um, but uh, that would be, make it a 15. To try to do what? Uh, to try and punch him, the, uh, the guy that was attacking the dad. Uh, absolutely, you'll have advantage on that. Oh, sweet. Um, Unless I tell you otherwise, you're same. gonna have advantage on exact, exact same. Okay, yep. that will hit though. So roll me damage. All right, and let's see, where's that D8? There it is. Um, so that's nine points of thunder damage, okay. and they have disadvantage to attack anyone other than Elixamia, and then I will uh, try and uh, punch another one. Okay, same guy or different guy? Uh, different guy. Okay, there was one that's looming over a mother and another one that is um, just, like, about to get in your face anyway. Uh, and Zari is over by the mom? Zari okay. is over by the mom. All right, I'm going to uh, go after the one that's closer, and that'll be a 29 to hit. That'll I hit. Think that damage. makes it. Um, and that'll be uh, seven, 11 thunder. 11 and, thunder again, disadvantage on anyone but me. Right, sounds good. Uh, you are going to pummel into that. Um, meanwhile, uh, the thunder threw two of them to their feet. Uh, they are going to get up again and charge Keiko with another snarl. Um, that is going to be uh, with advantage. That's going to be a 23 to hit Keiko from the first one. Uh, that's going to be seven points of psychic damage as one of them gets up. And... Are, you are, these the ones... no. are these the ones that I just... Okay, these are not. Um, one of them is going to rush Keiko smash her with the side of of a cudgel. Uh, the other is going to lash out at Zanata. Uh, Zanata, your echo is going to pop as one of them stabs a, a wooden a wooden trowel through their their chest. Um, okay. That was seven points, you Seven said? points of psychic. Alright, I'm going to use my reaction to use Stone's Endurance trend. Uh, Sounds some fantastic. Of I rolled a 12. That's nice. So I take nothing. Okay. Uh, the one that you are right over, Dorlan, is going to attempt to hit at you. They're going to recklessly attack, so they're rolling flat. Uh, that is going to be a They 20... still have advantage on me. Sorry? They still have advantage against me. Oh, do they? It's disadvantage to attack anyone else. Oh, other fair, than... fair, fair. Uh, so in that case, that's going to be a 23 to hit you? Yep. Okay, uh, that is going to be nine points of psychic damage. Uh, the one, how long is, does restraining um, strike last? Or like ensnaring vines, Sabina? Um, I believe they can make while restrained. Uh, oh, it also takes D6 piercing damage at the start of each of its turn. Okay, um, roll that. And that'll be 
three. Um, okay. A creature streaming the vines or one that can touch the creature can use its action to make a strength check against your okay. spell save DC. It's a 16. All right, sounds good. Uh, Dorlin, they were all clustered together, so I'm going to say that he could take a hit at you with disadvantage. Sure. Uh, does the 22 hit you? No. Okay. Uh, so he can't quite reach you enough to hit you well. Uh, the one that uh, seems to be leading the brigade lashes out at you. Uh, What's two... wrong with you? Why are you attacking someone you think is a child? She brought a curse on us. You are a curse. Uh, and one of them that is hurts. going to attempt to strike Zarya. Zarya. Ooh, that is a 23 to hit you. Yep. Okay. And that is going to be 14 points of psychic damage. Uh, and okay. another one of them is going to, uh, the final one is going to hit Elixian's father again, uh, causing a spray of blood to, to erupt across the ground. Um, if this keeps up, like, unless you keep, like, pumping healing into them, this crowd is going to eventually kill them. Just gonna put it out there. Zanata, it is your turn again. Uh, there are two that are near Keiko, one that just popped your echo and one that struck Keiko. The other four are kind of crowded around the cluster of people uh, at the, um, over down the road. Okay. Um, I am going to reset my echo. Okay. And I'm just gonna manifest it back into its spot because that's 15 feet away from me, I believe. Yep. Um and attack again sounds good and now i had advantage on this still uh yes you do they reckless attacked okay uh that is a 26 and a nat 20. fuck yes nice okay so first attack is 10 points of damage Okay. Second attack. Five, six, seven. Uh, Twelve. That makes that second one. Nineteen points of damage. Nineteen with points of damage. Attack. Okay, uh, and that is going to be on one. So nineteen points of damage. On the second one, yeah. Perfect. Um, that is going to be... Okay. Uh, that one is quite, quite badly hurt. Um, as you... Um, uh, as you slash into it, get that critical. Uh, it is near death's door. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is still up and Adam. What do you do? Do you have anything else? Oh, fuck it. Action surge. Do it. <laughs> All right. Another two attacks. Okay. Advantage. That is dirty 20. Perfect. And 25 to hit. Perfect. Those are both going to hit. Roll me damage on the first one. Okay. On the first one. First um, first. Nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. Okay. Uh, it is still held up. Go ahead. Make me the, uh, the uh, last second, damage. Second one is going to be 13 points of damage. Okay. Um, as your echo launches forward with your action surge, you are going to cut through it and it's going to dissolve into shadow. 
Nice. Uh, now there is just one next to you and Keiko. The other four are down by the uh, uh, by Dorlin and Zarya. Uh, now with that, uh, it is Zarya's turn. Unless you have anything else you want to do with your action. Zarya, you have uh, one attacker in front of you, one attacker to the side of you, uh, and kind of like the mother kind of down at your feet. What would you like to do? Um, so I would like to try um, Crown of Madness on the one that's kind of in front of me. Sounds good. Uh, I can tell you right now that was a fail. Nice. Um, so it, it does have to be humanoid. I don't know if this counts. Uh, it will be humanoid, yes. Okay, perfect. Um, so it's charmed by me for the duration at this point. Um, and I'm going to have it make a melee attack against the other one. That's right okay. beside it. Sounds good. Uh, it is going to do this as a berserker, because that's how, how it does. Uh, that's going to be a 19 to hit. That's going to be hit. Roll me a d12. Perfect. Rolled a 4. Okay, so that's going to be 7 points of damage to the one next to it as a crown of madness wreaths around its skull and the shadowy figure turns and plunges its uh, its farm implement, its pitchfork, uh, into the figure next to it. Beautiful. Nice. Do you have anything else you'd like to do? Um, I'm going to use my vital... Yeah, I'm going to use my vital sacrifice. Do it. And uh, hold a boon. Sounds good. Give myself one necrotic damage. Perfect. All right. So, if that's your My turn... little rules are good for something. Right. <laughs> uh, top of the initiative, Keiko, it is your turn. There is one directly in front of you, and there is one that is pretty badly hurt. Um, actually, there are quite a few that are pretty badly hurt down the way. Um, okay, so I totally forgot about my martial adept thing. So I'm going to activate my evasive footwork. Okay. Um, so that adds my AC. My AC is now up to 20. That's nice. Um, and then I'm going to take a stab at this bad thing in front of me with the frostband sword. Or it's not Frostbrand anymore, but, you know, it was. Mm hmm The thingy. Um, and that is, I have my Silvery Barb's Advantage. Do-do-do-do-do, does a 19 hit? A 19 is absolutely gonna hit. Um, so do you need this broken up? Uh, nope, give it to me all at once. Cool. Um, that is going to be... 10 plus 4, 14 points of damage. Okay. Um, and then Keiko's going to uh, move closer to the other um, kind of flanking Dorlin with the uh, other two people. Um, and because I took mobile, this person doesn't get to make an opportunity attack on me. Ooh, nice. Because um, I forgot about that. If I've looked at my character sheet, man, I have not, uh, I haven't looked at it in a while. So that's nice. Beauty. Okay, so that was 14 of the first one. So, and then, so you are going to use mobile to rush up to the one that is kind of attacking Dorlin. What do you do? Yep. That, that's it. I only make one attack. Oh, okay, cool. 
Good to know. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I am, I am just, I'm just a bard. <laughs> that's fair. Um, all right, Sabina, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Ugh, I wanted to do a thing, but that's gonna make everybody else make dexterity saves, and I don't want to do that. Bugger. Um. Yeah, I think I'm going to just take two additional uh, two additional or not two additional, just two arrow attacks on um, a couple of the folks that are near um, the parents and Dorlin and Zarya. Sounds good. Do, do, do. So those two and those two advantage. There's it's still advantage. Still advantage. Awesome. Uh, wow. Four d twenties. Nothing above a ten. Wow. Um. So with advantage, that's a seven plus eight is fifteen. Nice. And then eight and eight is sixteen. So those are both gonna those hit. Those hit right. Awesome. Yep. Okay. Whoo. <laughs> okay, so uh, one of them takes six damage, and then the other one is uh, six damage. So six twelve damage, damage total on one of them. Uh, which one? Uh, the one to the left of Dorlin. Okay, so the one that is kind of or actually sorry, no. To, can I? I lied. Well, the one to the right of Zarya that's closest to the mother. All right, sounds good. So that was a total of six damage. 12 damage, 6 12 damage, damage across six, six, on six each. And six. Okay. So 12 altogether, yeah. Okay, that sounds good. That one looks very badly injured. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Healing Spirit um, okay. underneath both the parents um, so they can at least take a D6 of healing at the beginning of whatever their turns are. That's pretty great. Okay, so that is going to be your turn. The Healing Spirit is going to start to bubble up. Once again, is this, this is like the frog? Yes, yeah. So it's a it's a little swamp uh, puddle, but there's secretly a little frog in there. He's doing all the work. Exactly. Does he have a little doctor outfit on? <laughs> doctor. He has one of those little like nurses headbands. He's doing him with like the, the like the big drop. reflector. No, that's doctor. I was thinking like the the yeah. I was thinking like the world the World War One little little oh, headbands so... with the with the cross on the front of it. The cross. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Except All it's right. a symbol of the Raven Queen. <laughs> no, it's gonna nice. be Coraline, I guess. Uh, now I'm, I'm now yeah. on Coraline. That's fair. All right. Uh, so with that, uh, th that's great. You shoot one of them twice. That thing is pretty badly hurt. Um, if you focus your your damage, you can probably take a few of them out next round. Uh, Dorlin, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Um, I'm gonna keep attacking these guys. Uh, whichever one is closest to me and looks the. Uh... The most okay. uh, beat up ish, if I can tell. Like they're, they're, they're weird shadow dream monsters. Be gone! This is no longer your nightmare. Okay, so go ahead. You'll have advantage on all of your attacks because that's what they did. Go ahead, make me an attack roll. Uh, there are, um... yes. Uh, so there are four of them. Three of them within your line of sight. Okay, whoever's looking most beat up by the dad. Because uh, that's who I'm. Sorry, has got the mom. I got the dad. And uh, so that's a twenty-three. 
Okay, the one that is restrained by vines is probably the one who, who led the charge and has done a ton of damage. Uh, so I would suggest maybe attacking him. Um, Sounds good. Uh, so that's uh, 23 for 12, and then okay. a 27 for uh, 8. Okay. Both uh, against the, that one. The, the main assailant there with its red eyes is battered and bruised. You can see parts of it are unevenly uh, unevenly shaped at this point as different different uh, bits of welt and, and damage is rising to the surface of the shadowy, shadowy flesh. It's not that they're made of shadow so much, though, but as you're looking at them, it's like, have you ever had a dream where you couldn't remember what someone looked like in the dream? And their face just kept like flickering to different people or different features. Their nose would be small and large, their mouth, but it would always have like a single common commonality. And what it is, is the hate in their eyes. Uh, you hammer your your gauntlets into him twice, uh, and he will kind of rock back, kind of almost like a rock sock robot from where he is tethered to the ground by the vines. Uh, and he's going to snarl and make two attacks on you with disadvantage because of the ensnaring vines. Uh, that is going to be two misses, actually. As he, you can't let the child live. Live, live. Needs to die, die, die. Uh, another this does one not end well for you. Okay. Uh, one of them is going to crank you in the back of the head. Oh, actually, I don't think he is. Sorry, let me double check that. Nope. Uh, he's going to he's going to slam part of a cudgel against your armor, uh, and it is going to make kind of a tinking noise as it bounces off. Uh, however, one of them is actually going to get under and is going to jab you uh, with the edge of a pitchfork, uh, prodding into you, and that is actually going to hit with a twenty-three exactly uh, for five points of psychic damage. Oh, I'm not sure if I hurt or my head hurts. Okay, um, and then finally, uh, the the last two, one of them is going to take a swipe at, uh, Zari is going to try to take a swipe at the mother that you are over. Um, I'm going to say that the, your standing above is going to give them disadvantage, so Berserker Strike is going to be flat. Okay. That's going to be a nat 20 unless someone does something about it. Three, two, Little one. Three barbs. Okay. That's going to be a 12. That's not going to be quite enough to hit her with Zari in the way nice. with partial cover. Um, who are you guaranteeing advantage to, Keiko? Uh, I will give advantage to Dorlin because he's just freaking punching up a storm over here. Sounds mm -hmm. good. All right. So instead, that one's going to miss. Uh, Keiko, the one that you ran away from is going to turn and charge at Zanata's double. Uh, Zanata's double, uh, that is going to be a miss. It, that is only a 13. Well, what's its armor class? Its armor class is 18. Sorry, I was counting to myself, so I was reading it out to myself, like where All it right, is. So that's going to be a miss. There. It's going to launch itself and, and absolutely miss. Uh, Zanata, it is now your turn, and one of them just launched itself directly at your double. Okay. Um, so the two that we were originally fighting one of them is dead and one of the or one of them is vanished and one of them is quite launching i think it's it's not quite half dead okay i will attack that one sounds good From the echo. all right um so two attacks do they have advantage still they you, yes they will assume that all of your attacks will have advantage because these guys are not they're 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 enraged <laughs> Dark Tales. Okay, perfect. Bump, bump, bump. Attack. 
And 25 on the second attack. Absolutely. Roll me damage. Okay. Uh, okay, so that is... 15. Just give it to me as a lump when you got, when you got it. Um, 28 for the first attack for the crit. Okay. Damn, son. Okay, okay, 28 for that, and give me the next one. And then the second attack, uh, 14. All right, uh, two swipes, and that one is going to... You ruin us all, as it dissolves into nothingness. All right, uh, that yeah. is another one dead, uh, or another one vanished, at least. Do you have anything else you'd like to do with your action? Move your, move your doppel up. Yes. How far away am I from the other main group of them? 20. Or the, how far away is the thing from 20. them? Okay. Double 20. Um, I am going to move it close, but also move up myself so that I am within 30 feet of my echo. Because otherwise it pops. Sounds good. All right. That's good for me. Zarya, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Okay, um, I would like to let you know that the one that I cast, cast Crown of Madness on can make a wisdom save. Uh, it should have been at the end of its turn. It did not. No? Okay. No, we got a three. Perfect. Uh, excellent. Um, in that case, I'm going to have it attack the other one again. Okay, that one is going to be a miss. Uh, but okay. it still is going to attempt. It's going to uh, try and it's going to dodge. The other one is going to dodge out of the way. Okay, that's okay. And I'm going to have it actually, because uh, we are kind of in a, in a not enclosed area, right? No, you're right on the side of a road uh, going through a small kind of um, decrepit Mediterranean style village. Okay, I'm going to have it move because I can do that as well. Sounds I'm going to have it move to being like around behind the one that it was attacking. Sounds good. Um, Let me see. Do, 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 do. I'm just going to double check one thing. Before moving, I think I can make it move as well. Turn tire must use its action before moving. Uh, each of its turns to make a melee attack creature. Other than, I'm not really sure. Okay, actually, I'm, never mind. Don't. Well, we won't, won't make it move. But I'm gonna um, swing my uh, shield in front of myself. Okay, sounds good. All right, uh, any other actions? No. Okay. Uh, that is everything, because I had to use my action, and I don't have another bonus action, so, yep. Fair enough. All right. Uh, he, uh, they will shake off Crown of Thorns at the end of this round. Oh, wait, no, okay. it's at the end of their initiative, isn't it? It's at the end of their turn. So never yeah. mind, never mind. They are still under the influence. I'll roll for that later. Uh, Keiko, it is your turn. Top of the initiative again. All right, so Keiko's going to, um, she's going to realize that she doesn't want to get super, oh, she's going to take a, a like five foot step kind of to the, oh yeah. You're going to line them up there. Now that Zarya has moved the last one, they're almost like almost in a diagonal there, except for Dorlin. Yeah. But I, you can um, you, so you can tag all of them with a cube. 
Um, mm, that wasn't my original plan. Oh, oh crap. Did I just feed you a plant? No, no, I'm <laughs> going to go with this because this is a concentration and we'll... I, I want you to clarify how this reads because to me Please. it sounds what, like what I it? might get a double on this. Um, what is it? So I want to cast Cloud of Daggers. So it says, um, when you cast it, center on a point, point within range, a uh, creature takes 44 slashing damage when it enters the spell area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there. So, so it says on a turn, not their turn. So they take damage on when I cast it and then again at their turn or no, is my question. It is, uh, it happens on the beginning of their turn. So it only happens the one yeah. time. Okay, cool. So Still, I just, uh, yeah. That, that's how I've been running um, Healing yeah. Spirit too. Yeah, cat. Cool. So, I yeah, just wanted to clarify that because I was trying to I was trying to double dip, but uh Yeah, generally if it's dip. if it's double dipping, then probably not, but it was a good try. There are yeah. a couple of permutations no. where it does happen. Yeah, exactly. So I just wanted to see because the wording is very like potentially us. Yes. Um so I was like, ooh, is this a spell that gets like you, you get fucked when you cast it and then get fucked at your turn? But no, but fine. It's still gonna happen. I'm still gonna do that. So Keiko is going to set up a cloud, a five-foot cube of daggers, and she's actually going to put it, um... Kind of, like, around three of them? Yeah, around three of them with that... The corner that has, like, a free space, would it get the one that's, like, diagonally touching it? You'd be able to hit three out of four of them. Cool. Keiko is going to do that, and she's going to place the, uh cloud of daggers there um, okay, sounds and good. she's just gonna a cast cloud of daggers is going at... to erupt at the back so at the beginning of their turn remind me to, that they'll make saves for that yep and right. so she's gonna do that at uh, just a second level um okay. for that and then so that's my action to do that and she moved so she still keeps her ac up and then a bonus action she's going to um, look at um, Sabina and she's going to be like Ranger Danger Ranger Danger and uh, give you some good old Bardic cause it's, it's, it's been a while see if I if I cast Lightning Arrow last round you could have used Ranger 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 <laughs> when you touch, when you kill. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. So, Thank Sabina, you. if that's uh, the end of Keiko's turn, it is your turn. Go ahead. Fantastic. Um, I am going to um, to get Dax to move is a free action. So okay. I'm going to have him just run over to um, help. Um well, he's going to just hang out there and maybe help next round. Um, but I'm going to take two attacks on the one in front of Zarya. The one that the other guy, the, the one that our, our crown of thorns boy has been attacking. Sounds great. So, okay. So perfect. Uh, rushing up. Go ahead and make me that attack. Uh, Dax will have advantage. Fantastic. Um, I'm going to make them with my, um, actually, you know what? 
I'm not. Instead of pulling a bow or pulling an arrow uh, out of the necklace of Coralon, she is going to pull a uh, a magical looking arrow and shoot uh, two beams of Eldritch Blast. Perfect. And th- that's is that still with advantage? Yep. Then spell attacks. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, it's great. Perfect. Uh, that's a 12 and a 10. So 12 is a dirty 20 Perfect. on one of the beams. And the other beam is a 23-ish. Um, okay. Those are two hits. Roll me damage. Those are D10s. Uh, that is a total of 11 damage. Okay, sounds good. All right, your two blasts are going to slam into that one, dealing uh, dealing a bit of damage, kind of stripping parts of it away. Um, good hit, good hit. Dorlin, uh, it is your turn, unless Sabina, do you have anything else you're doing? So you have Dax right there. I was going to say, I actually I didn't use bonus action, so in that case, I will have Dax help Dorlin. So Dorlin, I guess it doesn't really matter because he has advantage anyway, but in case, he's going to help. Sounds good. Unless he can drag, if he drags one of the parents out of the way... All of that. Does that invoke an attack of opportunity? Uh, Technically, yes, but what you could do instead is impose disadvantage. The help action can also impose disadvantage. I'm going to do that, please. He can can hop on top of the body and be like, no, get away. Growl, growl. Yes. Good dex. Good pretty boy. Sure. You know what? That's I, our Dax. Pretty sure it can do that. Um, I'm a little spacey today. If um, if not, if Dax can pull him Dax away, Dax is going to do it anyway. Dax can take. Okay, I was going to say because if he can if he can take the attack, Dax breaks the rules. Kid, okay, then cool. Dorlin, it is your turn this round. What would you like to do? All right, the same one I was beaten on last time. Nice. All right, uh, so it's a twenty-eight for um, ten damage. For 10 damage. That sounds fantastic. Uh, slamming your fist into the the head of the um, the one who seems to be doing most of the attacking, uh, it is going to vanish around your fist. That's right. Now there's the one that knocked the father to the ground, uh, the one that uh, is controlled by the, cr- the crown of thorns, uh, or crown of madness, and the one that is kind of between you and Keiko on your left. I'm going to go after the one who knocked the father down. And it was the other attack. And that will be 28 for uh, 11 thunder. And be like, you're going next. Okay. Um, All right. That is going to be a pretty solid hit on that boy. um, As you knock him kind of back a bit. And he kind of shakes his head and stares at you. uh, And then it's going to lash out at you with a strike, actually. Uh, that is going to be a 24 to hit you. Uh, he's going to catch you in the side of the face uh, for Ellie, five points. Is that, that a reaction for moving, or was that part of the start of the turn? Is that the one that's in the crown of is You're in right, the cloud that of daggers? Is one of the ones that is in the crowd of thorns. Uh, my saving throw cloud for daggers. that. Cloud of daggers. There is no saving. There is no saving. Throw oh, it's for just that a, spell. it's just a, like a, a billowing effect. I, uh, it's a concentration. Uh, 15 points of piercing damage Holy i believe crap. or slashing yeah no i rolled almost max on d4s which was like what <laughs> okay. so the um i can roll each round 
Or did you want me to roll separately for both guys? Uh, roll each round. Cap. So then the other one will take fifteen. Okay, on their they're turn both well still they up, but but only by the skin of their teeth. Uh, damn, son. Uh, Yo. Okay, uh, both of them are quite mulched. However, um, one of them has crown of Thor or crown of madness around, and has taken damage, which I believe either breaks the effect. It doesn't break the effect. I don't think so. I think it's just um, uh, it can make a wisdom saving throw at the end of each turn. Okay, that sounds I don't good. Know. It doesn't say uh, that it does. Well, it's the charmed, right? Is charmed by you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So check, uh, uh, check charm to see what happens there while I do that. Uh, so it's going to uh, almost completely destroy. It's going to lunge forward, uh, hit Dorlin for five points of damage. Um, and that's going to be the end of that that one's turn. Um, then boop, boop, boop. Uh, going down one. Uh, the one that is right over you, Zarya, is going to take that damage as well. Uh, and is going to... Um, take a swing at you. Okay, go. The reason I the reason that was is because the one that was attacking wasn't in the crown. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what that's what I was asking to clarify, just because I heard them go. So I was just okay. like, I didn't. Uh, that one's going was. to take another swing at Doral, and that's going to be a miss, though. Uh, even. Oh wait, I have advantage. That's going to be a miss, even though. Uh, and then the last one is Zarya. Um, what would you like the the one that is zorted by the um, by the crown of dagger or crown of madness and the cloud of daggers? That is a hard sentence to say in a row for some reason. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, that one is charmed. Also, yep. I read. I was reading the spell. It says it's because she takes an action to maintain it. I don't know if that. Yeah. So uh, you're still in control of them. Else. What would you like to do? Oh, I'm still in control of it. You're still in control. Um, okay. Um, I will keep. I'll keep trying to attack that other one. And okay. Basically Sounds just good. Taking over uh, its action. All right. Okay. Uh, it is going to take another swing and is going to miss. Um, okay. But um, yeah, it's going to take a miss, and now it is going to be uh, unless you have. Uh, yeah, I guess that's all you're doing is just controlling it. So, mm -hmm. does it mm -hmm. does it make it its attacks on your turn or on its turn? It acts uh... on its turn, right? Yeah, it would. Yeah. Okay, it's going to make a wisdom save to try to get out of that. It's not going to yeah. succeed. Uh, Zanata, it is your turn now. All right. Um, I am going to have my echo attack whichever one's closest. Okay, sounds good. Point. There is, uh, you can get to the one that's next to Doral and without a problem. It seems to be the most intact. Okay, I will hit that one for two attacks. Or pardon me, that is not the most intact. The one that is right there is the most intact. The the one by Zarya. Which uh, Krista's fancy sparkly dice pulled through for me with a nat twenty again. <laughs> All right, roll me damage. <laughs> um, were these ones advantage, by the way? Yes, they are. Okay, we did not roll them with advantage. First one don't matter. Second one does not get a crit either. But that's okay. Uh, okay. Uh, 27 on the crit. Damn, son. Okay. And then the other one is a 28 to hit. Okay. So I think uh, it hits. 
Uh, so you are going to cut this one completely down and are going to be able to move through and attack the next one in the row. Sweet. Uh, that 28 hits, though? Uh, the 28 will hit. Awesome. Uh, that is going to be 13 damage. Okay, you'll have to dance around the cloud of daggers, dealing 13 points of damage uh, to that one. It is quite wounded. Um, Zarya, it is uh, now your turn, unless Zanata has anything else that she needs to do. Nope, that's it. Okay, Zarya, uh, the one in front of you is very badly wounded, and you still are in control of the one uh, behind it that you're using your action to maintain. What would you like to do? Yeah. Um, so if I'm using my action to maintain control over it, um, can I use my bonus action to do something else? Of course. I guess it's a concentration spell, though, so I can only do bonus actions that aren't spells. That's true. Right? This thing is okay. pretty badly hurt, though. Honestly, if you let it go, um, uh, you think cl cr crowd of, cr or Cloud of Thorns might, or Cloud of Daggers might take care of it. Oh, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> you did walk okay. it into the middle of, like, a Cuisinart. <laughs> And then I mean, like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hold you there with my mind powers. That sounds good. Um, I'm going to inflict wounds on the one in front of me with a level two. Try All right, sounds good. Go ahead, make me attack roll. Uh, uh, you'll have advantage. Okay, nice. Ooh, I rolled a sixteen That's and a I rolled hit. an eleven. Perfect. Um, all right, let me just see. I wish you the best. Thank you, thank you. Uh, just because I'm upcasting, I just want to double check. Okay, 4d10 necrotic damage. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know how this is going to go, but keep going. <laughs> all right, 18, and then... Oh my god, I rolled two tens. That's amazing. I never do that. Um, so 18 plus 15 is going to be 33 necrotic damage. 33 necrotic damage. You're going to reach out, touch mm -hmm. uh, this one's chest, and it's going to dissolve into nothing in front of you, uh, leaving only one left that is controlled by your by your um, uh, your cloud. Nice. And uh, now we're back at the top of the initiative with Keiko. Keiko, what do you want to do? There's this one that is covered in your in your cloud of daggers. Um, cool. It won't take damage until it starts its turn there. So Keiko's just gonna run up with her with her sword, and okay. she would like to stab with my sword. Okay. I'll say that you can move around so that you don't walk through your own cloud. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I forgot about that too. Yes, Keiko's gonna like limbo underneath her stuff. Um. So this is just regular straight up flatty boy, right? Yeah. Cute. Actually, no, no, he did attack with uh, with with it uh, with Rex. So you will yeah, have okay. damage. Well, I rolled the net one on the second one, so that we're just gonna pretend I didn't roll that. Sounds um, good. But I'm sure the fourteen plus eight will yeah, hit. Yeah, that's gonna hit. Roll me damage. Sweet. Uh, D ten plus two D six. Um, do 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 do. Uh, that's gonna be eleven plus six is seventeen plus four is twenty-one points of damage. All right, lashing out with your blade, you are going to cut through it, and it is going to dissolve into absolutely nothing in front of you. There is a moment as the dying scream of the one that you just stabs voice echoes. 
Nothing ever good comes from something cursed by Ruidus. Ruidus. Elixian's parents gather themselves, climb to their knees, healed by the healing spirit that is hopping around them at the spring where they're being guarded by Dax, look around and from where you were over Elixian's mother she will reach up and touch Uzaria and say inside Alex everything's alright they just don't understand do any of you do or say anything mm. you did good trying to protect him you kept him safe Mm-hmm. They'll look Let's at you. Let's go back inside together. Sure. They hold out a hand to you. And as they do, the world is going to dissolve. And once again, you are going to be back in the grotto that you were in before. Lit only by the nether deeps ruidium deposits. There is there is nothing around you aside from the grotto. However, you'll see that you have all of your possessions with you again, and Dax nearby. Um, you had not realized, Sabina, but Dax is still holding um the teddy bear in his mouth. And he's going to drop it into the water where it kind of floats around and looks at you kind of expectantly. <laughs> She'll pick it up. Aww. Can ring it out. You're underwater. It's not going to ring out. Oh, right. Sorry. We're still sorry. <laughs> You're not doing it water. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm forgetting. All right. Um, she'll kind of look it over. It's, it's got like ruidium sort of infused in it, right? It does, yes. Um, Dolan. Yes? Um... When I picked this up, I heard Elixir. We all heard it, right? You did. Okay. Um, this is the bear Elixir said might come in handy. Can you keep it in your bag? Yeah, of course. Hopefully we don't all end up looking like this teddy bear. He'll <laughs> take it. <and sighs> as she reach out, you see all the like red veins like going up her arm as she hands it over to you. And Yep. Another dream fight first dream fight successful yes. good job team and as you find yourself back in the cave the image of the battle the image of that assault still fresh in your mind a voice will speak to you a whisper into your minds what I understood from a young age is this because of me, they would always suffer. And with that, I think we're going to call game for the night. At the end of the Grottos of Regret, where we still got a, quite a bit of Grottos of Regret to go through. Uh, so, folks, that's going to be it for us tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, sorry for the for the depresso dungeon but this is this is <laughs> trauma dungeon um, oh, so <laughs> like 
I don't know. It's just different. It's different. There's a lot mm -hmm. of stuff in this that's real good. My only gripe with it is, as we were going through that fight, I'm like, why did they have to pick a stat block for something that had like 60-some hit points per character? If it was Oof. like... Because, honestly, I'm trying to run it vanilla. I should have just hand-waved some of them away. Because mm. once you set up the healing spring, it's like, okay, cool. You saved the parents with that. They're not mm -hmm. going to be able to... So long as you continue to fight them off, you, mm -hmm. it becomes almost an inevitability at that point. Like, you will eventually fight them off. The question mm -hmm. is just how much attrition yeah. you take, right? Um, mm -hmm. But uh, besides that, I really do enjoy this. And I think this is going to be a fantastic thing to continue to go through. Um, because mm -hmm. we only have a few episodes till the end! That's oh, like <laughs> so so soon. <laughs> so soon. I mean we're almost no. next episode's episode twenty-nine. Wow. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Wild. Right. I think before next one, before we really get going, I need to remember to indicate that hey, uh, if we could do a short rest, that would be great, because that would get yeah. me my action surge back. <laughs> yeah, always refresh that <laughs> thing. Um, hey folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for everything you do for us. Um, if you enjoy what we do here, be sure to share this with your friends, share it around on Reddit or wherever else you talk about this stuff. Um, also, if you want to support us directly, you can always sub either on YouTube or on Twitch. Uh, subbing on YouTube's free, and hey, I like seeing those numbers go up, and on Twitch it helps give us a cut of the profits. You can also go and uh, support us directly on patreon.com slash dorktales, where you can help push toward brand new games that are coming to the channel that are not this, and they're run by some of them, which is really nice. Um, and if you're super nice, you'll get your name read at the end of this episode, like Shulton, the world building producer, uh, like, uh, my divine producers, DM Michael Gray and my mom, Jan, uh, like, uh, soul omen and precarious or demonic producers or, uh, Tammy, the wizard of the Patreon, uh, who is also a forever cleric, I should say. Uh, and then, of course, I cannot forget about Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Buddy, Cubby Gummy, Amprethus, Trizelta, and the Traveler, who are all wonderful people uh, and are uh, our, um, our princes of the Patreon. And finally, not a patron, but uh, helps make the stream look this beautiful. Once again, shouting out to ping.gg uh, and, and Bryn for providing us with ping, uh, which is the broadcasting suite that allows us to transmit high-quality video to you from our own place and spaces so if you like the way that any of us look uh it's because of ping and if you don't like the way that any of us look blame our parents um <laughs> but thank ping for being able to know that we look like that i don't know uh you, but thank you you get so a much. very accurate accurate look at how we look yeah regardless either way your opinion is right um so <laughs> ping, thank you so much for for allowing us to do this and for for you know just being so swell we love you very much uh, and with that We'll see you next time. Uh, be sure to come tomorrow night for Dragonlance, and uh, we'll see you next time for Nether Deep in 2023. Good night, everybody. Hey. Call of the Nether Deep is a Dork Tales production. It stars Chris Blogg as Dorlin Wildrock, Robin Holford as Keiko Scar, Krista Mitchell as Sabina Morden, Caitlin Vinkel as Zaria Rain, and Christine Rattray as Zanata Vosh. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Dune by Monument Studios. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a role player can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your role-playing experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com dorktales. 
Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales. Starting with our Patreon producers. Our royal producer, Shulton the World Builder. Our divine producers, DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful, and, uh, my mom, and I guess my stepdad, Bob. Our demonic producers, Jade the Maker of Monsters, and Bricarius, our fun but evil Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our wizard of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric. You're a wizard now, Tammy. Our princess of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Trizelta, aka James Bododge, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, and The Traveler. Our level 20 heroes, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, Chef Aladeth, and Drew Thompson. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, Hans H. Boundehoof, Professor Multiverse, Adam Bomb, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Brady Chester, Heavy Metal and Tea, Raven with Bobbles, Prophet of Woe, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Renee Hayes, Spork Saber, and Sorcerer Sanguine, our very important patrons, who donate five or more dollars per month, an actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Mike Baxter, first of his name, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the wine master, SM Pace, Hillary, Colin Son, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Doctor Who 4189, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Kara Rett, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Arachnikonikoni, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, Michael Reynolds, The Bong Master, David Ellis, Confounded Hound, Jeremy Smith, 5280 DTC Nerd, Lock Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Chris Deeds, Karasha Urquhart, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Malazang, Andrew Wolf, Laura Arasmith, Sean Oldham, Mashmakan, Marcel, Loscrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, Mr. J's Comics, Ethereal Ashy, Owls, Bartold, KC, Eduardo Garcia, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Fally Pally, Waffle Rabbit, Eric of Norse Foundry, and Robbie Dick. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Caitlin, Ba Tran, Just Andy, EJ, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Creox, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Chris Blog, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, The Crazy Goblin, Jacob Embry, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, Robin Barton, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, and Erica Lena. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktale survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.